Welcome to Drinking Bros Sports, brought to you by KillCliffCBD.com. Sit back, relax, and grab a fucking drink. You're the type who loves to bet on sports, or maybe you're only playing for the first time. Either way, you need a website that gives you access to all your favorite sports and makes it simple, which is why I recommend MyBookie. Sign up today at MyBookie.ag slash Bros and use the promo code DRINKINGBROS to secure your deposit bonus up to $1,000. Bet anything, anytime, anywhere with MyBookie. That is MyBookie.ag slash Bros. Welcome to the Monday Morning Recap Show right on time here. Right on time. Good morning. 5.15 on the East Coast right now. Uh, you're welcome, guys. We had, a, we had a long weekend. You can't prove that. We had a long weekend, but nobody had a longer weekend than... Uh, paper hands, Dan Regester. Sorry, buddy. Um, there it is. Right. Yeah, I got and put that. Wait, would you actually do that to see what happens? <laughs> I'll probably choke. <laughs> yeah, nothing. Nothing's gonna happen. No. Speaking of choking, um, the Philadelphia Seventy mm-hmm. Sixers. Perfect segue right there. Yeah, you're welcome. <clears throat> you're welcome. Loss in Game Seven last night at home. Ben Simmons didn't take a shot. Four straight games in the last in the fourth quarter. In the fourth yep. quarter, yep. in four consecutive games. Now, this is a guy that's making how much money? Five made? of the seven. Yeah, <laughs> uh, he's making max money. Um, Thirty mil a year. Yeah, so I can't even say he had a bad game as much as I could just say he's a coward and that's what uh, uh, just played terrified. That's what Stephen A. said this morning. He was like, F- "Fans in Philly are gonna absolutely hate this guy now. If he had shot and missed, it would be one thing. But the fact that he didn't even have the stones to take the shot because he's afraid of going to the free throw line." Yep, and I've been I've been defending Ben ever since uh, this narrative came out that he can't shoot. Well, he shoots with the wrong hand. We know this. This is pretty. Common. This is commonly accepted. I've said for years he was a terrible player. You said no, he's not. It's not a terrible player. I think he's so bad at shooting, it might make sense for him to relearn how to shoot with his right hand. Well, he should because he's right-handed in everything else he does. Is that going well for Markel Fultz? Yeah, how's that going? I think actually better than you think in Orlando. Really? Yeah, yeah, that is a black hole. Like, how would I even know? I'm going I'm to read you uh, his stats here. Game one in the fourth. This is all fourth quarter stats, mm-hmm. by the way, that I'm going to read. I think he's shooting 100% actually in the fourth quarter. Game, well. One for one. Uh, no, he, no, he's three for three. Yeah. You, you're right. So <laughs> g- game one, he shot two shots. He was two for two, two, for two. in the fourth quarter. Yeah. Uh, game two, zero shots uh, in yep. the fourth quarter. Game three. One for one. One for one in the fourth quarter. Four uh, game games, four, five, zero, zero. six, seven. He did not attempt a shot 100%. in the fourth quarter. How can you blame him? <laughs> yeah, he didn't want to ruin his fucking frag rate, bro. <laughs> this, is a, this is a thing that people in first-person shooters have dealt with for a long time. Sometimes you, get, you, you kill 10 people in a row, and then you just go hide somewhere for the rest of the match. You don't want to fuck that up. Oh, boy. As a Philly fan, um, look, obviously I'm from Atlanta. I know, I know, I know this misery very well. Um, welcome to it, and uh, you blew the I mean, you blew the on. game. It's was Philadelphia. It? Game well, I'm used five. To this by now. Yeah, game five. You you were up by twenty six with about three minutes left. Mm-hmm. Philly hasn't collapsed third. nearly as frequently as the Braves. Yeah. I don't I don't want to fucking hear it. Yeah. Or or no. as or as horribly as the fucking Falcons have. Well, we're used to we're used to has two champion two major championships in the twenty first century. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but Andy Reid four NFC Championship games that he choked in. Yeah, well, I don't know if he choked. He didn't choke in four of them. One of them was the loss to the was a loss to the greatest show on turf. That you could call like the Carolina one a choke job, but the Cardinals, a- the Cardinals. Well, I mean, look, that was uh, 
Was, was that Kurt Warner? Yeah. That was Warner. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, that's not a joke. No. Warner, Fitzgerald, Anquan Bolden, that's not a joke. No, and, and look, that was a last possession game there where it but came to, yeah, down to. And it was to, also like. That was the, that was the, San, Antonio, uh, yeah. the San Antonio Holmes game where he yeah. tiptoed in the back of the end zone. That was that catch. Buccaneers so. rolled us. Yeah. That was fun. Yeah. 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 Didn't they win the Super Bowl that year? They did. Yeah. 2001? They did, yeah. Yeah, then they beat the shit out of the Raiders. Mike Allstott. Trent Dilfer, yeah. Trent, well, Trent Dilfer is nothing to write home Warren about, Sapp. obviously. But Warren Sapp was. Their defense was yeah. disgusting that yeah. year. John Green was the coach. Oh, no, no. This is a different Bucks team, I think. Maybe. No. 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 Yeah. It's the same. Nope, that's same, the same. Same. same team. Yeah. It was like 0, 02 to 05. Wasn't that that four straight run? 01. For, no, no. no. We, we, we made three straight, and then uh, the Cardinals, that was, what, 2007? Seven or eight. Yeah. 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 So, uh, right. dealt with that. We dealt with uh, the Phillies getting together maybe one of the best uh, group of pitchers put together they got, outside outside well, of Atlanta. That was after their championship, though, right? Yep. Mm-hmm. That so was, Cole uh, Hamels won by himself. That was 2010 they put that team together, but 2008 is when they won Cliff the Lee, yeah. Holiday, yep. But Cliff Lee, Holiday, Oswald. But Cliff They had Holiday in 08. Holiday. Holiday in 08, right? No, no, no. He, no. Uh, he n- is not a championship-winning pitcher, RIP. Uh, it was all Obviously. Cole Hamels, of course. Uh, and then who yeah, else, we, who else pitched on that team? Oh my god, it really was. It was uh, like Joe yeah, Blanton was on yeah, that squad. It was yeah. Hamels alone. Yeah, it's crazy. Joe, Joe Blanton, Blanton actually went yard against the uh, Brewers in the playoffs. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. your go, fuck your number two was Jamie Moyer. Yes. Mm, wow. Jamie Moyer throws uh, like 40, 50 miles per hour. <laughs> <laughs> like at that time, yeah. Yeah, he did. Jesus fucking Christ. Um, Sixers, you know, uh, You had Adam Eaton on that team, although he didn't play very much, but he, no. turned, he turned out to be a pretty, for a couple of, he had some good years. Yeah, yeah for I mean, somebody he, he else. With a, the White he Sox. A, <laughs> he had a 1-6 whip on the Phillies that year. And didn't Kyle Kendrick have a little bit of success with the uh, with the Phillies later on, but not then? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And Adam Eaton ended yeah, up winning a championship. On the White Sox. This uh, actually might be. This might be one of the worst championship rotation rotations, championship rotation yeah. I've ever seen. There's mm-hmm. only one whip below 1.3. Yeah, Hamels carried us, and it's Hamels yeah. who yeah. was like a rookie, basically. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, yeah. no, but uh, then you, of course, you have the Flyers uh, constantly. Just, um, I, I believe we still haven't God found damn, the their goal. bullpen suck too. <laughs> still haven't found the goal uh, against Chicago the that fuck, ended us man. in Game Six. Um, oh. How the <laughs> fuck did Philly win this World Series? Because we played the Rays and nobody remembers that. If you beat no the one. Rays, it doesn't really count. No one remembers. But like, I'm looking at your bullpen whips for oh, the season. Bad. Oh, uh, what's his name? Was perfect, Brad Lidge. Brad Lidge was, was perfect. That was, season, this yeah. was, yeah, that was the year Brad Lidge finally resurrected himself from yeah. the pool holes. He had a great year, but even his whip was 1-2-2-6. Mm-hmm. Two, two, uh, you're looking, the rest of the bullpen is 1-3, one, 1-2, one, 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 I mean, that's too high. For a fucking that's, for uh, relief. That's too high for a rotation for a, yeah. on a mediocre team. Well, Cole Hamels Look, had a one point oh eight. Right. We always year. overachieve for most Philly sports. Even uh, Iverson's teams when we went to the finals against Kobe. Uh, yeah. it was Iverson. Uh, that's weak east, bro. Dikembe Matembo. <laughs> yeah. We had uh Very weak Eric east. Snow, Matt Geiger. Larry Brown. Well, yeah, Larry Brown. Larry but, Brown is a fucking legend. Yeah. Great mm-hmm. coach. Great coach. He never had a SMU great great. team, but yeah. horrible human, but uh, great yeah. coach. Great coach. Um, I, look, I look at this narrative a lot differently, though, than the rest of the media has put out today. I don't look at this like Philadelphia choked. I don't know how That's you... because you're a Hawks fan, asshole. No, not that. Not if they all. choke, that diminishes the win for your team. No, so no, 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 not at all. I, I, I look at it... I think Philadelphia was a better team. However, you cannot account I disagree. For, for Ben Disag- Simmons. Disagree. How, but, Philadelphia has better players. Atlanta is a better team. It, but it seemed right? like Ben Simmons had the yips or something. Like... 
And it was a, it's weird. He's, I can't describe what happened to Ben Simmons. It's been weird for the last few years. Yeah. It's been in his head. I don't quite get it. I've always how defended is, How ben. are the Sixers able to hide this? And I'm, I'm asking you dead seriously because I don't follow the reg- them as much as He's great in the regular season because like, people play him straight up. But once yeah. he gets to the playoffs, like they know he can't shoot, so they pack it in. Yeah. There's no space. So like with Brett Brown, it was always this kind of like he was just like begging Ben to just – I don't care if you make the shot, take threes mm-hmm. because yeah. you need to open up the floor. You and Embiid on the court at the same time and then packing it into like yeah. the middle – there's even if no he, space. Even if he misses, those are long rebounds that end up 15 to 18 feet from the basket. So if your defense is collapsing all packed in, your fucking guards and small forward are now getting those rebounds and getting easy putbacks. It's like Iverson, right? That's why he took so many shots. I mean, Giannis. Giannis is a perfect example. Like, this is but like, he adjusted you, in this You series. could be a poor man's Giannis. Like, that's great. He won two MVPs. He's got uh, the Bucks now in the Eastern Conference Finals. Again, yeah. but for he, back-to-back seasons, yeah. He's not a good shooter, but he takes shots. And yeah, but you I have mean, to respect it. You saw him adjust in this series against the Nets, too. He was missing the vast majority of his outside shots, so he took it to the rack and started fucking going hard at people. And even if Simmons just did that, I don't think Atlanta would have won. Well, here, here's, the, here's the problem. Even Is getting to the line and getting him in no, foul but, but, trouble. But, but, it doesn't, but he, he can't shoot free throws. It doesn't matter. You can miss he the shot, free throws. Dude, Giannis was airballing free throws yeah. literally if you have, this series. If you have fucking five team fouls, four or five minutes into the quarter every time, then they're in the, you're in the penalty all the time. It doesn't matter who gets fouled. Tic-tac fouls are getting that. Those are points now for everybody else. But I mean, right. it got to the point. It got so bad that Ben passed up a wide open dunk. Dude, to what? pass it a out because it looked, open it looked like he was going to take contact from his right or from his left side. He yes. had a clean dunk right yes. there. And instead he fucking threw it out because he's afraid to shoot free throws. Right. Right. And, and, that. and that was the take. And I, I dude, when I was watching the game, I think last to your night, boy shake, it didn't even, but it didn't even <laughs> dawn on me that, of, of why he passed, he was worried about getting fouled because he can't shoot the free throws either. And I was like, Jesus mm-hmm. Christ, if you can't shoot at all, I don't know that this guy is a starter in the NBA. The Sixers say, say they have a plan for him. Uh, uh, it's to trade him. <laughs> it's Daryl Morey. They have to, right? Like, Morey doesn't care. But who's going to pick up that? Out. Who's going to pick up that contract? I, I was unaware that he was on a max deal. I don't know. Uh, like, somebody that has shooters. I. Get a match. Stephen A. said this morning, and I think he is absolutely correct. I hate agreeing with this motherfucker, but. Uh, CJ McCollum for Ben Simmons straight up trade. Great trade for both teams. They, you have shooters and shooters and shooters in Portland. That dude never doesn't need to take a shot because Dame can stretch two people out the 30 fucking feet. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Now you have that. You have an active guy who's a ball dominant uh, shooter. And now as Ben Simmons can play Draymond Green. You put Ben at his ben, natural position ben, of ben, center. Yes, Ben becomes Draymond Green. The end. And fucking Portland becomes a contender immediately. And Portland, to be honest, who doesn't have a defense. Exactly. But if they get, yeah. but with the Simmons, defen- Simmons he's, he's got he'll be a defensive player of the year. Player, yeah. Yeah. He's, he's a great defensive yeah. player. No I doubt. I mean, that's a, that, is no a, doubt. that is a no fucking brainer. And let's be real. Daryl Morey, despite all the uh, controversy, if you want to call it that, I guess controversy is Speaking not, out against not liking China, but <laughs> yeah. uh, is a pretty good GM. Right. Yes. I mean, oh, he, he, got, he got out of Houston while the getting was good. Yeah, I'll yeah. say that. Yeah. Uh, um, he realized the owner was cash poor. Yeah. And then the other part about this. It's like we, Trump, right? Yeah, exactly. You and, I were, you and I were texting back and forth on Friday night for game six. And that was one of the worst basketball games I've ever seen. <laughs> and I literally said to you, I go, it's, it's Trey Young and then like 30 scrubs out there. No, no. Put some respect on Embiid. Come on. Embiid is one injury away from being Greg Oden. He's playing with a torn meniscus. He's putting up 30 a game. He's been Embiid is a great player. It's been effort up until this point in his career, but now it's injury. 
And you got to wonder how much of that is the extra weight he carried for all those years, right? Well, he, yeah, he was. Because that was Shaq's notor- problem, He was yes. notorious for his like, diet where he, yeah. before a game, he'd crush like an entire pitcher of Shirley Temple's. Yeah, there was like all really? these. Yeah, yeah, he loved Shirley There were Temple. all these weird stories. <laughs> Non-alcoholic Shirley yes. Temple's? There are all these weird <laughs> stories about him in the fucking bubble last year, just eating fucking like he was in shape for most of that year, and then he just started eating junk food. And he came in pretty good shape. He's this been year. in America for a cup of coffee, if you think about it. So it's yeah. like he's just crushing all these American foods that he's never had for the had. first time in his life. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So he might have type two diabetes. <laughs> it sounds like a Lamar Odom situation where he's just like, "Give me more candy before they get." Wasn't it Odom? Yeah. No, it was uh, uh, Derek Rose, and they had to sit him I down and go over yeah, Odom, his diet. Odom was a big. Oh, uh, yes. Candy guy. Was yeah. It, was it yeah. Andrew Bynum, too, maybe? I might be making that up. Yeah, Bynum no. was, too. Bynum yeah. was, too, Which, but... Uh, former six are great. Derek Rose, <laughs> I, I guess, was eating McDonald's every single night and then eating, like, Twizzlers or Skittles or mm-hmm. something like that. And they were like, dude, you got to fucking stop this. I guess yeah. he got sick. So I right, think Embiid's cleaned up his diet since and he's taking it a little bit more seriously. And that, uh, That's funny, too, because they don't even have to, like, eat... It's not like they have to, like, start eating boring, like, salmon and broccoli. Like, they could be like, hey, man... Go to Ruth Chris, just order a couple steaks. Yeah. Have some wine. Uh, yeah, get this eat. guy on a core 30 fucking, like, you can eat all the food. You, you, are, you are seven foot tall, bro. You can eat as much as you can eat. Yeah. Just eat the right shit. And it, I it's mean, really that simple. you build around him. You build around, like, guys, young guys like Maxie who came in and actually played their ass off as rookies. I mean, uh, Maxie game six kind of took over in that when we were kind of down by nine, I think, and kind of got mm. it to even. Yeah, look, yeah, Maxi went off. He looks good. He's twenty years old. Um, look, there's a lot of talent there. I don't. I don't believe in Shake Milton like you do, but uh, <laughs> uh, you, you have some talent there. And if Embiid stays healthy, you're, you're probably just one piece away. And that piece was Ben Simmons because if you had a normal point guard, it was a total zero. Yes, he brought nothing. Nothing. If you had a normal point guard, you guys would have beaten the Hawks in advance pretty easily. Um, but you didn't. And I, I, I knew things were going south when that max contract. When uh, John Collins just threw a flying knee to Seth Curry's head, yeah, yeah, I knew we were going to lose. And then you could see the body language too in the huddle, like with three minutes left in the game, and it's kind of like close. It's like one possession, maybe a tie game, mm-hmm. and the Hawks are all just kind of like talking to each other, just feeling everything out. Everyone on the Sixers looked like they hated each other. Yeah, well, they hated they were Ben not, Simmons and maybe Doc. I don't know too. Yeah, because Doc, I think. With this, it's his 29th game-clinching uh, opportunity. And I think he's like 33% or something, like winning those games. Yeah. So it's not great. No, it's, it's not, not great. great. Uh, BT Bates is in here saying you can't call and beat Greg Odin. Uh, look, I, I'm, I'm kidding when I say well, that. Well, no, I mean, but, but it's, that's the same thing that happened. Odin wasn't. It's the same thing. It's just. Odin, it, no, Odin, Odin never. was born 80 years old, and also he yeah, might have been yeah. pulled out of ice. From the fucking ice. Yeah, it was him and Captain America that went down in that plane. Correct. No, he was. He. They found him. He just didn't get. He didn't get the juice. Though is what I'm saying. Yeah. Uh, By the way, in real life, if you see Greg Oden, because he's always at Ohio State, because he went back to school there. Mm -hmm. Whenever I see him out at a at a party after a football game, it is like you walked into the the natural like history museum and you're staring at somebody walking out of the the ice age. It is fucking crazy. I like that Ohio State team too. Because they all played together in high school, like him, yeah, yeah, Connolly, yeah. Connolly, and those Mike, guys. Mark Titus yeah. was Love on that Mike team, Connolly. and they what all did, got injured. Well, Con- uh, Connolly, Connolly, Connolly had, had a, good, a nice career. Connolly so far. was but healthy. He's, for he's been injured for the last like he's three years, right? Now. Well, he's old now, but a little he's older now. By yeah. what thirty-five? Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, in real life, it's just sound crazy. He, Odin looks even older than he does on television. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's nuts. it's it, his yeah. face looks like a topographical map. Yes. Yeah. 
It is, sure, it is absolutely nuts. But uh, no, and Beat has had, look, for the last seven years, he's had a great career. Mm-hmm. Um, he's certainly given it his all. I don't know how much he has left injury-wise and what's going to happen. Well, that's the but, thing, right? Like, this is the year where it's wide open. This is the year you could have clinched he could have won and the won the title. a title. Yep. Yeah. He's kind of a waste. I mean, he's got, he's got a, he needs to mm-hmm. lose weight. Obviously he needs to fix his diet. He needs to strengthen his legs. Just like every big man in history, every big man like that has had these same issues. Anthony Davis is having right yeah, now. Yep. Anthony Davis isn't a weight issue. I don't think, but it's no. like you, the, the only person I've ever seen get away with being that skinny down low that long is Durant. And he doesn't bang around down low. And Humans did, are just not meant to no. be that big. Durant, Durant no. also had the fucking Achilles injury, but he came back. No one has ever, first of all, no one's ever come back like that before. Even Dominique Donald, is the only person. That even I can even name, he wasn't. I mean, Elijah Wan played forever. So did. Um, did he have Achilles? Elijah Wan? Yeah. Oh, I don't know. Oh, I think on the <laughs> no, comeback. No, 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 no. I mean, big men playing. Because like forever. that was the end of Kobe. Elijah. As soon as he tore his Achilles. Yeah. Like, yeah. yeah. Elijah Wan played forever. Then who? Uh, Kareem played forever. Yeah. Those were the two big guys I could think that are like, yes, we they played until they were like. But neither 40 one. Almost. Elijah Wan, known for the shake, dream shake, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. And uh, the sky hook. Uh, Abdul Jabbar, known for this guy, they didn't, they're not bangers. They don't bang around down right. low. These big dudes that have a lot of weight on them do not have long term success. Well, it's, 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 it's interesting you brought up those two guys. So, specifically, players in the offseason will go down to Elijah Wan's house all the time. Or Patrick Ewing. Yeah, they're and you, you have to ones. call them and yeah. say, hey, this is what I want to work on. And that is exactly what they're working on is trying to stay a little bit further away from the basket so you're not banging and then putting that much damage on your body like that. Like Kareem. <laughs> The whole skyhook was so he could play forever, and he did. Yeah. God damn it. That motherfucker was like 48 years old. I guess the biggest dude that played that had a long, relatively not affected by injury career is probably Ewing, right? Because yeah. he, he did bang down yes, low. And for he scored, his entire career. He scored 20 points a game from 85 all the way down to 98, right? Wilt. And he didn't miss more than five or six games in any of those seasons. No, he was he was like, always healthy and always he, a gamer. He had some uh, some more injuries towards the end, but even his last year when he was thirty nine years old, he played sixty five games. And he, I mean, even though he wasn't starting, he only started four games. So I guess Ewing is one of those guys too. Yeah, and Ewing is, but Ewing's the only one that you could even remotely call like big upper body. You know what I mean? Like the rest of them are all skinny. Yes, Ewing is seven foot two forty, which isn't huge. I mean, Shaq was what Shaq's lowest weight was probably two eighty, right? <laughs> yeah. Uh, well, he was pretty coming out of LSU on, and but yeah, was, with the magic too. He he could he had handles. He would go. He was also full court. Muscle. Yeah, Shaq's yeah. one of the best like, athletes ever. But even he, his he weight, his weight got away yeah, from him, and he just started LA. having yeah. foot problems. Right? Like, yep. I don't know yeah. if it was. Play- anyways, did he ever play with Horace Grant at the Magic at the same time? Yes, he did. Yeah, yeah. Him that was Penny. right after Horace Grant left the Bulls after the first three peat ninety four okay. ninety five. They actually went to a championship against the Bulls together. Or they played against the Bulls in the playoffs. They went to the finals. Yeah, got swept when Shaq. I think they beat the Bulls that year, right? Uh, 94, but yeah. 95, 96, yeah. Yeah. they got swept by the Bulls. Uh, yeah. Sha- when Shaq was drafted out of LSU, right, athletic, cr- like thin, lean fucking Shaq, mm-hmm. 300 pounds. Okay. Nah, he's tall shit. I think the, yeah. the lowest he was ever listed was 286 or something. I was, I was, somebody was talking about it on TV the other day. Uh, but, yeah, he's, he's obviously had some problems. Before we move on to Atlanta – just again, I really hope that Simmons goes to Portland. Yeah, same. Because I think that's a good fucking move for both teams. CJ McCollum shooting more uh, uh, for the Sixers, right? Oh, it'd be great, be for, great them. for them. It'd be great for them. And don't forget, the Trailblazers have Nurkic. He's like, 
Yeah. One of the, he's like the third ranked uh, defensive center in the league right now. So if you had two of those guys and Simmons as mobile as he is playing the four, yep. that's, that's a pretty good fucking start to a defense. Nur- right there. Nurkic was the much better prospect between him and Jokic. Yeah. The Nuggets traded Nurkic away eventually because Jokic was forming up better and Nurkic was yeah. injured. And listen, problems, the but. minute we trade Simmons, he's going to shoot with the right hand and he's going to yeah. start hitting like 40% of his threes. Maybe. It's going to be sick. Either way, I mean, no. he's got the talent to be a great player. It's unfortunate that he's whatever, he's not being coached well, clearly. Doc Rivers is a, 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 apparently, according to people, a great coach. I don't know. Well, he's, he just got there. Or he just so, doesn't No, no, listen. no. Forget about that. Doc Rivers has lost his last four consecutive game seven or game or series deciding games. Mm-hmm. So how great is he? Maybe, me, maybe he's mid-tier, to be honest. Maybe he can't take a great team and put them over the edge. Great like, regular season guy. Yeah, like Phil Jackson was able to do it. Steve Kerr was able to do it. There's a lot of coaches out there that were able to take these great teams these personalities, put them together, make sure everybody's working hard, make sure they're working well together, and then fucking get them over the hump. Doc Rivers has had some fucking great teams. Yes. The Clippers, yep. the Celtics, he won a chip, but yeah. that was the first super but team or whatever they call it, right? Blew a second chip. Yeah. Up 3-2 against Co- the Kobe Powell yeah, Lakers yeah, yeah. 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 with that same super <clears throat> team and fucking What was that, 2005 or 10. Six? 10, yeah. Oh, 10, yeah, yeah. that's the second that was the second the one. Peat, I so guess, they beat yeah. the they beat the Lakers pretty <laughs> decently in the first one, and then they had a rematch in 2010. I, and I just don't want to hear about Simmons' uh, summer workouts anymore. I don't want to hear about how Unless he's, been he's in the sinking. gym <laughs> hitting threes. Like no, until you do it in the game again. Yeah. Like yeah, I, I just don't want to hear. about I mean, uh, Magic was on how much you've improved in the off season because you haven't. Yeah, yeah. Ma- Magic was on uh, get up this morning. I think it was get up or it was first take, and he was just like, I don't. I don't know if you can coach a kid out of this. He just needs to go play basketball. He needs to go to a summer league and just play and shoot every shot available to him. So he can get in a rhythm with those shots, get confidence with those shots. It doesn't matter who the competition is. Just go play. That's the, the only solution for this. That's what he said. The free throw thing, though, I, I cannot understand for free the throws life mental. of me. F- free throws are all mental. Like Some people are going to have trouble with it because Shaq's hands are the size of this goddamn table. Okay? Yes. That's going to yeah. be a problem for him. It's every dad in America. Well, they're free, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. But... but uh, uh, a guy like Simmons who otherwise, all things being considered, doesn't have a bad-looking stroke, right? His fucking shot looks okay. He just doesn't. The thing that makes Steph Curry great at shooting is that every single shot has the exact same mechanics. Yep. Every single time, exact same shot, every single time. That's how you do it. That's how pitchers do it. The guys that have, like Greg Maddox, didn't fucking have some crazy-ass wind-up. He did the same goddamn thing every time. And I tell that story about how he uh, would put these little marks out in front of the mount, or out in front of the rubber, and if he was throwing inside, he would step on this mark. Outside, he would step on this mark. They were this far apart. Yeah. Right? Repeatability and motion like that is what makes you great at something like this. And that's all mental. It is. Right? Um, and by the way, um, when I, my first job in L.A., I talked about something <laughs> on another show, but um, was at Staples Center. And I get, to, I get to see Shaq practice before the game his free throws mm-hmm. because they would always take him out for free throws. Um, his biggest issue, because I had asked somebody at the, sta- at the stadium, they said his hand, like you were saying, it's th- that's a real huge, story. Dude, yeah. So it, the like ball you can was see, too small for it. He's, he puts the ball up on the fucking pads of his finger like this and just tries to do, but you, can't get, you don't get any backspin on the ball. Right. So he would, he would shoot it. He would, with, with just literally his fingertips like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it was nuts, but they were like, the, the other way to do it, his hand is just too fucking big. But he still hit a higher percentage of his free throws. Than Ben Simmons. Yes. Well, that's that's to be fair to Ben Simmons, though. <laughs> literally everyone in NBA history has hit a higher percentage of free throws in the in a single playoffs than Ben Simmons. Yeah, because yep. he just set that record. Thirty four percent. Thirty two, I believe. I believe. Oof. 
My God. It doesn't Goodness. seem real, does it? No, that's – I don't know if anybody's ever gone through a regular season with that number before. Yeah, I'm, like imagine before – like like 50% is what – like 50 to 60% is what really shitty free throw it's shooters guys, There will it, never we, be we a strategy. Yeah. It's rare that you could like yeah. legitimately be like, oh, I could do that to a pro – I could do that, yeah. I could yeah. do that. There's sure. never been a strategy to hack – Another team's point guard. <laughs> ever, ever. I texted you that, and I was like, dude, I've never seen this in my life. And then they had to pull him out of the game, insert him on defensive yes. possessions. I, it was the most embarrassing shit of all time. Um, you don't want to be a liability to your team in any way, obviously. I mean, I, no. clearly he's not thrilled about this. I don't think, I don't know what Doc Rivers' fucking plan is, but if it doesn't include getting him out of there, then it's oh. not going to work. Get him out. Let's be real. It is. Daryl Moore is shipping yeah. his ass. So uh, let's talk about Atlanta, because... I don't know who the fuck Kyle Herter is or Kyle. <laughs> Kevin Kevin Herter. 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 Everybody in the world is kind of curious who Go this Terps. dude with a yeah. 12 PER Big Maryland guy. is. Um, I tell you what he's not. He's not a pussy. No. Right? He kept firing. Jesus Christ. Like this dude doesn't give a fuck. And neither does uh, Trey Young. Trey, he, Trey Young was like three for 20 at one point and just kept shooting he was, over and over and over again. He was four for 22 when he took that last banger. Yeah, from the logo. Yeah. Shot from the logo. That's what you want on your team. That's a superstar yeah. for the future. Sure. I mean, I think Herter during Dwayne Wade's last season uh, did a jersey exchange with Wade. So did he? Yeah. Was that him? Yeah. Yes, you're right. You're why absolutely did you, right. Why did you put so much emphasis on the the Wade? You're, what is this like a Family Guy thing? Dwayne Wade? No. I, no, you I, said I Dane Wade. Wade. No, I heard yeah. what Dwayne I Wade. fucking heard. No, I think yeah. that's <laughs> tonight. Dwayne Wade. Right? It might be tonight. Yeah. Yeah. Dwayne Wade. By the way, uh, Kevin Herter's nickname that I learned. Red Mamba. Red Velvet. Um, oh. Ah, right. which I love. Well, no, he's also lo- the logo. Yeah, yeah, he is. Um, I think his high school used his silhouette for their logo or something. For their logo, yeah. Oh, really? He's just referred to he's, as the logo. He's G- the Jerry West of his high school. Mm-hmm. He's that good. So I'm, I'm excited that Dude, he's he, moving on. It's funny that people were like, <laughs> who is this fucking guy? Like, I've never f- Dude, heard of him. He's been doing it for like he the last three years. played in yeah. the goddamn, was yeah. he Big Ten or was he ACC? He's uh, Maryland. Maryland, so, Maryland. but was Big, Big Ten at the time. Uh, I think it was Big Ten. Big okay, Ten, so yeah. he played basketball in the Big Ten, which is no fucking joke, and was the best player on his not bad Big Ten team. They made that the tournament. Loki had three NBA players, right? It was him. It was. Uh, they torched Ohio State one. Herder torched Ohio State one game. And 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 it should be noted, first round draft pick. Yep. Right, five picks outside the lottery. Like yeah. this guy's obviously not gonna. Well, uh, not obviously. Pro- he's probably not gonna be a superstar. But like, he's not. Oh, we don't he, know. He's no fucking joke. Like he's not bad. Maybe he's Robert Ory. He just looks weird. Like a guy with red yeah. hair ginger who's that white. Clay Thompson? Yeah. People were calling him that last night. <laughs> ginger, called, yeah, Ginger Clay. Someone called uh, Trey and Herder uh, Dime Store or like Walmart Stephen Clay. Splash Brothers. Yeah. I yeah. mean, if you, had been, if you had been watching the, uh, the uh, 2014 Warriors, they looked a lot like this, mm-hmm. to be honest. And that's the, that's the thing, too. The Hawks Except are, for Steph Curry had bad angles. The Hawks then. are fun. Yeah. The, the like, I can't even be mad at the Hawks. Yeah. Other than John Collins, I don't like John Collins. I don't either. I, John you know, Collins, you say that. John hate, Collins is like Charles. John he's Charles either. Oakley, though. You need a Charles Oakley sometimes. You need a guy that's going to yeah. knee somebody in the head for no fucking reason. Uh, although I do, I respect him wearing a T-shirt and the, of him dunking on Embiid. But he also <laughs> get he also put fucking Embiid in the Steiner recliner. It's great. When he dunked on him, it's like, how is that not offensive? Have foul? you ever seen a, a human choke a man out as he's dunking over him? It's the greatest poster of all time. It was amazing, and yes, it was an offensive Seems foul. Offensive You're correct. Foul. It was. It was. <laughs> um, who wins the, the next series, though, is the question. By the way, all the odds are up on mybookie.com. Promo code Drinking Bros doubles your deposit there. Um, well, I, I don't I can have tell you what any happens. fucking clue. 
I think the Bucks win. The, the first thing is uh, they're going to put John Collins on uh, the Greek Freak right out of the gate and try to bang him around a little bit, right? You got to. That's the only, the only way you can fucking... Well, I think it's Capella. Capella will probably be on him, the center. Can Capella guard him out on the perimeter, Capel- though? Capella's I don't pretty quick. He I mean, He's pretty quick, but... but yeah, it's tough. Greek Freak is so yeah. long. It's, he's two and a half steps from the free throw line to the hoop, right? right. Yeah. So I don't know if you can put Capella on him. I mean, maybe you, you switch w- those two guys and you play something like a trap right there because uh, Giannis likes to go especially down to the left side of the court near the baseline and then fucking shoot whatever. He either, he either posts and then comes around back in the middle and tries to go for the basket or he shoots fucking from the baseline right there a lot. I think you've got to force him to take those baseline shots as much as possible. So... I would expect Capella to be somewhere down low and John Collins to be bodying him up, trying to fucking press him and do that, right? That's what I would do. Yeah. We'll see. I mean, they, the other thing is, uh, uh, who, who, does, who do the Bucks put on Trey Young, right? Are they oh, gonna, that's the, actually, they have answers for Trey Young. Are they going to do this? Drew Holiday and P.J. Tucker? Right. I, it's Drew Tucker, I, I think it's got to be Tucker. No, it's Holiday. Holiday is one of the best defenders in the league. He is, but you need Drew Holiday scoring. I think they did a really good job the Bucks did in the last uh, in the last series of putting Tucker on fucking KD, jamming his ass up all the time. Tucker scored like three or five points a game, right? But he was one of the most pivotal people in that. And if it weren't for him, I don't think they win that. Or I, I'm sorry, I don't think they win some of the games they won. Yeah, if if it's not for him, so we'll see. The, the, this is uh, just Yeesh. to bring back a, a throwback here. The Bucks, they're a little mean. <laughs> I'm looking at the line here. So on mybookie.com, again, promo code Drinking Bros will double your deposits. The line currently for Wednesday night's game, which is game one, Hawks versus Bucks, is minus seven. Yeah, I'm super pumped for the Bucks. Wear a Hawks Yeesh. jersey for 30 days. Yeah. Once that comes in the mail. You get to wear the MLK version of the Trey Young jersey. Yeah, I think you're trying to do something there. I don't know. I don't see it. Yeah, this is I, here, here's fucking just, PJ. I just want you to be woke. Right? Here's PJ What's Tucker's stat lines uh, 11 points, six fouls. Three points, four fouls, zero points, five fouls, 13 points, five fouls. He's See, out 11 there. 11 and 13, that's, just destroys that's high for him, though. Like, yeah. 11 and 13 a, are high, but a lot, yeah, some, of those, a lot of some of those were garbage points. He also hit some wide-open threes yeah. in those games. That's why he got those points. But I think if you put Drew Holiday on him and he, he fucking runs himself ragged trying to chase Trey Young, because if, if, I'm, if I'm the Hawks, and I see Drew Holiday on Trey Young. I'm just running him in motion the same way the Warriors do with Curry all the time to make that bitch chase him around and tie him out so he can't score, right? That's, that's my plan. So why not send P.J. Tucker out there to body him up, rough him up a little bit, take mm-hmm. fouls, whatever the fuck, uh, uh, without sacrificing any of your offense? Who do you have in this series, Bucks versus Hawks? I don't think the I, – I th- <sighs> probably the Bucks, right? But I, I find myself questioning that right now because Atlanta is hot. They're getting they're, – so in hockey, if your goalie gets hot, you yeah. can fucking tear a series apart. If your fucking pitching gets hot in baseball, you can tear a series apart. In basketball, if your fucking role players are showing out, you can win games. I mean, fucking Trey Young was 5 for 23 in that last game. They still won. Mm-hmm. So – they're, they're role players, and you can they say... They have great shooters. Kyle, Bogdanovich. Kyle Herter is a fucking starter, but Herter, he's a, he's a role squirter, player. And then you, got, then you've got Lou Williams on the bench, man. One of the fucking best... Lemon Pepper Lou, yeah, dude. One of the best, like, come into the game and he's score He's the best six-man of, of all time. He's won that award, he's, what, 90 times he's, now? He's, he's, he's got to be close. You probably have right? the better coach. Because I don't really trust yeah. Boone Ah, shit. Well, he was our former old Hawks, coach. Yeah, yeah he was Hawks our old coach. coach. 
He was the Hawks' old coach. I just, man, people, by the and way. Dan McMillan is coaching for his job because he still doesn't have an extension for some reason. No. It's fucked so, up. Yeah, it's weird. That we just talked about both of these rosters and Chris Middleton wasn't mentioned once. And Chris Middleton. Middleton I, I, I said he would probably be guarding he's uh, really, Trey. He's, he's really, really good. He, shot a, he good. shot a bunch of daggers. Oh, you're talking about Chris Middleton. Middleton, yeah, Chris yeah, Middleton averages like 24 points a game. He's really fucking good, by the way. I think he, I mean, he is, if he was like uh, on a bigger team or also maybe a better looking guy, he would be a much bigger star in the NBA. Yes. Yeah, he's not in a, a bigger dude. city. Yeah. Uh, he's, he's definitely not a great looking dude. Do you think but, he has uh, Sam Cassell syndrome? Yeah, a little yeah. bit. What, uh, alien head or what do you yeah. mean? Not as bad. He's Sam just, Cassell was super ugly. Right, yeah. right. He's not quite know, that Middleton extreme, is, but he's, you know, he's got the buck tooth. Right? Yeah. Middleton's yeah. not making any magazine covers. And I, this is fucked up. I actually think that is a factor. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I really think that that, because he is, a, he should be a star by any normal metric. No, there's actually, so if you, if you've seen Moneyball, you know that these old school professional sports scouts took people's physical appearance into account, right? Yeah. The guy we were talking to earlier uh, on Drinking Bros, he's a behavioral psychiatrist talking talking about how different things affect you socially, the way you look, and the way whether you uh, 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 look a certain way or not, being confident makes all the difference in the world. Mm-hmm. And there's mountains of data to suggest that. Sam's, Sam Cassell is one of the guys that overcame that, obviously. <laughs> yeah. Not a great-looking dude, but look at this, the top stars in baseball, for example. Fernando Tatis Jr. is a good-looking dude. Ronald Acuna is a good-looking dude. Fucking Mike Trout is a good-looking dude. Shoei Otani is a big-ass fucking good-looking dude. Yep. I mean, come on, man. It's just how it works. Tom Brady is a beautiful man. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I, I just Back to this series, uh, the role-player thing, I'm going to lean heavy into that. Gallinari in, in that fucking series against Philly, off the bench, 17 points, 16 points, 16 points, 17 points. Had the Every most pivotal play of the game. Series, yeah, yeah, yeah. He poked like it he, out of Embiid's hands. Yep. To be honest, he, I mean, if, <laughs> he could be starting in place of Herter, right? But why? Why, why even? Why, Just go why with do what it? works. Yeah, it's good. They're deep. They're deep. Yeah. It's a weird team. They got 10 great guys. Um, but their defense is not good enough to lock down. Giannis is dropping 40 a game. Giannis and Middleton but at the same time. This they is no just way. let him be do that. Do they let him do the same exact thing again? And yeah, right. I don't know. You got to deal with Giannis, Middleton. Giannis is A, better than Embiid. You just play. No, uh, well, yeah. But yeah. Um, you also play him like Simmons. So it's not like a one-for-one comparison. Yeah. You just pack it in. Yeah, you can it's pack like, it in. Sure, sure, go ahead. Hit, hit your threes. Like, we'll take that. Here are the current odds on my bookie for the championship to win it all. Okay? Out of the final four teams. Bucks. Pretty much at even money here. It's it's plus one fifteen. Suns are at plus one thirty. Uh, Hawks plus eleven hundred. So they have 11 zero confidence. Yeah. It's eleven to one. Uh, Clippers are at plus eight fifty. Clippers are missing Kawhi Leonard, and, and they're down a game. still yeah, but they're down a the game Hawks. on the road. I mean, that doesn't matter. Right? The Clippers are not winning that series. Uh, no, I don't think so either. I think that I think the. I think that's over in five. To be honest. All right. So who, let's start with the Bucks Hawks. Who do you have in that? You've got the Bucks. Um, well, if it's a, if it's plus eleven hundred for the Hawks, I'm going to sprinkle that for sure. Yeah, like I'm putting I'm putting well, that's to win it all though. I'm least you, to win the title. Yeah, to win it all. Oh, I, for that for that series, uh, it depends on what the odds are, but I'll probably take the Bucks just because Middleton, Holiday, and uh, Giannis. That's, I think that might be too much. Yeah. What, do you, uh, what, what about you, Fakedown? Probably just go if you want some value. Just go with the matchup, right? So you go Bucks Suns Finals. That'll probably be like a specific matchup will be correct. 
yeah. little juicier with the odds, but not, but not, not much. Not, it's, not much. It's, yeah. it's barely two to one. So, ugh. yeah, it's tough. Uh, what about you, Hot Bob? Who do you got? Uh, Bucks in like five. I, yeah. I think it's going to be pretty dominant for yeah. the Bucks. I think Giannis just had like I. It's it's this is going to be an easier series for Giannis than the last series, and it's probably going to be an easier series for Middleton than the last series too. Like the defense is going to be easier this series than the last series, and I just. The thing about the NBA that, like, in, in uh, college basketball, you know, it's all you always talk about in the tournament, like, oh, they're guards, they're guards. But the guards have to be stars. In the NBA, like, what I love about the Bucks is that they just have asshole guards. Well, I guess P.J. Tucker's a power forward, but, like, Drew Holiday and P.J. Tucker, they just have two fucking mean assholes. Yeah. And also, before the Warriors won titles, they had to take that step where they started to make noise in the playoffs and you mm-hmm. got to be familiar with like who Curry and Clay were. Yeah. And uh, mm-hmm. I think that's kind of that year for the Atlanta Hawks this year where they're just going to be like, okay, everybody's you're, you're fi- on the radar now. Yeah. Yeah. Like Every- next year is when you take that another yeah. step. Everybody's figuring out what their role is uh-huh. like in crunch time and serious games. And you're like, well, you know, if we just had X, we would have been able to do this shit. Maybe it's fucking somebody like PJ Tucker. You know what I mean? Maybe it's a fucking thug that you thug, need yeah. to fucking rough people up and shit. Or maybe it's a, a three and D guy. Maybe it's a uh, like a maybe it's an uh, Iguodala. Somebody not him specifically, but somebody like that. You never know. Yeah, I, I think you're probably right. I think the Bucks probably win this. Series. My money, because um, I, I like to bet the exact amount of games, so that way you can win the most money. And I usually bet two of them. Uh, so in this, uh, I'm going to take Bucks winning in five, and I'm going to take Bucks winning in six. I don't see this going seven, and I don't see the Hawks winning. It would be awesome because the dream would be Trey Young against like Devin Booker, mm-hmm. and just let them go for sixty every fucking game in the finals. Like that would be the funnest. Uh, but I, I think it's going to be Bucks versus Suns uh, in the championship. And uh, look, the Suns are up one nothing already. Kawhi is out. Um, the the guy. Sons and Four guy, who we still don't know his name, was at the game yesterday. That, that is his name now. Yeah, it is wow. his name. And uh, literally every single person in the arena took a picture with that guy. Uh, and he did Bucks, I mean, he did Sons and Four all game long. Uh, look, they didn't even have Chris Paul, and they won that fucking game yesterday. I can, uh, I'll tell you why, by the way. I mean, it was close-ish. It was, it, it, was ti- it was one possession game yeah. in the last minute or and two. And it, yeah. it was tied after uh, three quarters, too. So it was a great game yeah, to it was watch. A great game, but, but here here's the difference. So this is the plus minus for the Clippers starters. Uh, Batum was plus six. Uh, Morris was minus eleven, but he's he only played twenty minutes. Uh, Reggie Jackson plus four. Paul George plus one. Uh, man, Terrence Mann was plus five. Now you're looking at the uh, starting lineup for the Suns. Uh, Jay Crowder minus twelve. Mikhail Bridges minus six. Uh, DeAndre Ayton minus seven. Now Payne did well, plus fourteen, but Booker was pedestrian at plus six. Here's the difference: uh, Sarich off the bench plus nine. Former Sixer. Craig off the bench plus eighteen. Johnson off the bench plus fourteen. That's where it came from. It came from their fucking bench. So you can look at that number of forty points for Booker, and that's great. And he had a triple double, also great, kept people involved, and he did a really good job of doing his job and Chris Paul's job in the same game, to be honest. Like, he was distributing and taking shots at the same time. He's great. But their bench performance uh, uh, is way better than the fucking Clippers, mm-hmm. right? Sh- so if Kawhi's not back by game three, this series is over. It's, it's over It's five four. games. <laughs> four. It's, it's five, probably, because they probably take one at home. Paul George can get you one at home. Probably for sure, but, but yeah, it's yeah. it's done as soon as it goes back to Phoenix after that, they're fucking done. Do you think yeah. the uh, it's hard to play in that Phoenix arena? They, that that arena is, yeah. right now yeah. is loud. fucking wild, yeah. yeah. It's 120 degrees in Phoenix. Um, do you think the Sixers could have used a shooter like Mikel Bridges? 
<laughs> or Reggie Jackson, even. No, but they drafted Mikel. Um, yep. And then his traded mom him. worked for the team. Yep. Uh, <laughs> she literally super worked pumped. inside the stadium. Yeah, yeah. Uh, she, I think she posted a video of them celebrating together for the Sixers. Yep. Uh, 15 minutes later, he was traded on draft night. Correct. So, Correct. For uh, Zaire. Ah, yeah. great pickup. Great mm-hmm. pickup. Uh, so for this one, Dan, we'll go around the horn here. I've, I've got Suns uh, in five. Uh, I think you're right. I think PG might get you one in L.A., and that's about it. So I get Suns in five, but Suns in four would be the greatest thing of all time, obviously, because Just then that guy, yeah, yeah. that guy gets a statue on I don't, the stadium. I don't see Suns in four. I don't, I don't think a Paul George team gets swept, frankly. But, but if Chris Paul comes back. Yeah, I mean, look, I think if Chris Paul yeah. comes back uh, before Kawhi Leonard, it's probably five. Uh, Dan, the interesting thing about, about Chris Paul is he has the vaccination and he got COVID yeah. still. So, hmm. uh, did no, get COVID? He didn't. They, they have he's announced in COVID protocol, yeah. and he, he's been symptoms free. So yeah, they haven't announced whether or not he tested positive or not. So why is he even sitting parents? at all? Because he violated the league policy. He hugged his parents. Well, yeah. So did who are uh, also va- vaccinated? By <laughs> so did LeBron James, by the way. Yeah, yeah. but Chris Paul isn't LeBron James. Yeah, <laughs> they were on the same banana boat, dude. Yeah, but I thought Chris Paul was actually. Um, the head of the players association he right? is so maybe it's just maybe he be doesn't a good example yeah. <laughs> i don't know like it's like oh hey like i was part of the negotiation no negotiations for these rules so i have yeah. to kind of like suffer it i mean is there any word on when Kawhi leonard is going to be coming back i mean he sprained his he sprained he his knee if he makes it back for this if they go down 2-0 and he's not in game three, they, he probably doesn't show back up in this yeah, series. Yeah, if he comes now. back in, though, and pulls a Durant and just hurts himself further for the next season, yeah. that's total disaster. The thing yeah. is, though, yeah. is that, like you were talking about earlier, uh, if there was ever a year to risk injury, it's the year that the championship is as wide open as it's ever been. Harden, Harden did. Harden said, fuck it. I'll, I'll play all 53 minutes and go because he hasn't won a title. And yeah. this was his best shot. He also doesn't play defense, so it's like he's only playing half the time. Right. Right. He jogs up and down the court unless the ball's in his hand. Let's be real about that. Uh, Kawhi Leonard, let's see if there's any news on him. Yeah, do you, who do you have? Uh, Suns and what? Uh, I'll be conservative. Suns and six. Okay. Yeah. Hot Bob? I actually like Suns and six as well. I think Paul George... Uh, Goes full indie. He, yeah, he, Paul George is going to do it. This, by the way... Uh, once Kawhi got hurt, this proved two things to me. One, got to stop talking shit on uh, Ty Lue. I actually think Ty Lue is a decent coach. Like, I think he's in the top third of the league for sure. It's hard to tell still because he's, like, super team only. But then you can say the same thing about Phil Jackson. Um, and he's no Phil Jackson. But I'll stop talking shit on Ty Lue. Ty Lue's a good coach. And the other thing is, Paul George has been doing himself a fucking disservice. Submitting to being the beta to lesser player, a lesser player in Russell Westbrook, and then to a player who I think he might actually be, no, if not just no, as good as no. right under in Kawhi Leonard. Paul George needs his own team and needs supporting players. He shouldn't yeah. be the supporting player. But so that's why I like Suns in six because I think George is going to continue like the non-ironic playoff P and be, and he'll take two games. He's been a monster. Uh, by, by the way, um, Kawhi Leonard, when they when they approached him about going to the Clippers. Um, he said, look, I'll only come if you get me one player, and it's Paul George. Figure the fuck out and figure out a way to trade for him. Uh, they did all of the things, and they still, Kawhi hadn't signed yet, but for whatever reason, that was the guy, the one guy in the entire league that Kawhi Leonard wanted to play with. They can both leave next year, right? Uh, yes. I believe those were two-year deals apiece, mm-hmm. and then they can back out of them. 
You're, it's Balmer's money, so it's like, dude. You imagine making well, they that also, investment, though? And yeah, just, they, they just uh, they, they go somewhere else. <laughs> Peace. They're, they're, they're in the process of, I don't know when it's going to be done, but they're in the process of building a new $2.4 billion arena right now. Yep. So, the Clippers. The Clippers. Yeah. yeah. Yes. They're next, separate ne- from next Staples to, Center. Next to the airport. In right? LA. Yeah. 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 Yep. I yeah, thought he was going to move the team. It's in, uh, no. it's in uh, what's the name of the neighborhood? Uh, what, uh, fucking, it's where the forum is. It's uh, Inglewood. Inglewood, yeah. They should also move buy the, the Rams. Yeah. They need, to move the, they need to move the Clippers. No one's going to care about the Clippers in LA. Yeah. I don't care what they build. I 100% agree. Like, yeah. it doesn't, Clippers to Seattle. Same with the, yeah. Fucking San Diego. I Microsoft, don't care. no, Microsoft guy owns. Yeah. Owns the goddamn Clippers. Go back to Seattle. Back no, to Seattle. I like Seattle. Like just holding a grudge against the NBA for right. a di- like a century for taking yeah. the fucking Supersonics. Guys, I can't disagree more. If the Clippers win one title, <laughs> this is now a city rivalry that could be huge and great for the game. No, it's not. I, if you move, if no. you do, you have to move stadiums. They That's have like to have the, their own stadium. But if the Clippers win one title, I think they could be the noisy neighbors and could really make LA the Mets. Like a basketball the Mets home. won in 1986. New money right? trash. Uh, the Yankees have won 27 World Series. Yeah. Right. And, and if you're in New York, not by the way, close. How, many, how many fucking championships have the Lakers won? Like 20, 18, like or 20 18 or yeah. 19? Uh, but but and, and when you're in New York, Yankees tickets are invaluable for everything. Mets tickets, they can't fucking give those goddamn <laughs> things away. That's, That's gonna, no what's going to happen with the Clippers. Baseball. No, one no but the Clippers, too. No one in L.A. gives a yeah. shit about nope. the Clippers. I lived there for 18 They're years. Li- like, no one fucking Ride cared. or die with the fucking Lakers, though. Like a lot, like yes. People shit on L.A. for being a bad sports town. They're not. They're, but, but they're Lakers only, in a Dodgers town. Yes, 100%. And, and that, is a, that is a fact. Living there, I can tell you, the Lakers are the team. Dodgers are seconds, and that is it. Uh, Clippers don't exist, and the Kings don't exist. The only time you, you, a Kings game is sold out is during the Stanley Cup Finals, and that's mm-hmm. it. Otherwise, nobody gives a shit. You can't give those tickets away in L.A. Honestly, you guys are right. It's just been 45 minutes into the program, and I wanted to say something. <laughs> <laughs> we'll get to you, Giorgio. We'll Yo, get you to you. You want to talk Korean zombie? No, we're going to talk soccer next, Giorgio. Um, hey, let's jump into some ads real quick, uh, not to be the uh, boner kill here, but uh, we do have some advertisers, so let's do that. First off is our favorite CBD drink in the world. That's Kill Cliff. Kill Cliff CBD, the Flamin' Joe. That's Joe Rogan's drink. It is back in stock. It's a CBD drink. Uh, full of all kinds of good stuff, along with the CBD, like B vitamins and electrolytes. Uh, and they have new commemorative cans for the, uh, for the Flamin' Joe. Go to KillCliff.com and live your life full of flavor. If you don't know about KillCliff, uh, it was developed by a U.S. Navy SEAL, you know, to give you the benefits you need without sacrificing flavor. You can overcome any obstacle with KillCliff CBD recovery drinks. Uh, they're the products, you know, you need to help you operate at your best because... A Navy SEAL definitely knows that in life there are no off days and that quitting is never an option. Uh, The CBD products are all really good. I like all the flavors. Uh, Like I said, there's a new Flaming Joe, which is like a jalapeno pineapple um, or habanero jalapeno. I can't. It's spicy pineapple. It's really good. Uh, And I like it a lot, especially with tequila. Makes a nice little uh, margarita type drink. I highly recommend doing that. But that's not the only flavor. They now have uh, all their most popular flavors are available online. And are in stock, and you can get 30% off of all these flavors with our uh, promo code Drinking Bros. It's the Flamin' Joe, Mango Tango, Orange Kush, the Goat, that's the greatest of all time. And then there's my personal favorite of, of the CBD, uh, the Strawberry Days, which is like a strawberry lemonade. And you can get a variety pack too. So for a limited time, use the promo code Drinking Bros, and you will get 30% off. Yes, that is right. Go to killcliff.com and use the promo code Drinking Bros to get 30% off. All drinks and apparel, if you want, and a t-shirt or hat or whatever, uh, all month long. 
And like I said earlier, they also have an energy drink. It's called Ignite. They have Flaming Joe in that flavor now. The energy drink is not your normal energy drink that'll make you jittery and it's terrible for you or whatever. This is actually an energy drink that is uh, healthy, all things considered. No sugar, uh, 20 calories per can, B vitamins, electrolytes, naturally flavored. Like I said, it's not some uh, sugar-loaded energy drink that's going to give you the shakes or whatever. I actually like to drink it... uh, when I have a hangover because of the electrolytes and B vitamins and stuff, whereas if I had like a Red Bull or something with a hangover, um, my heart would explode and I'd have a panic attack and that would be terrible. But uh, Kill Cliff doesn't do that. Kill Cliff's just good. So Kill Cliff, again, in case you didn't hear me earlier, is offering Drinking Bros an exclusive offer that's 30% off. Go to killcliff.com and use the promo code Drinking Bros. That is K I L L C L I F F.com and use the promo code Drinking Bros to take advantage of this 30% off offer. Next up, we got Ghostbed, our favorite advertiser. They've been with us forever. We literally have met them a million times. We love these guys. Um, we love their products. I think pretty much everyone in the company has a Ghostbed. And so, yeah, go to ghostbed.com and slash drinking bros and get a ghost bed uh you can get 30 percent off everything if you use the promo code drinking bros uh they're also in a flash sale right now 40 percent off ghost bed bundles where you get a mattress and an adjustable base that's right they have like a base uh you know up and down kind of like a hospital bed but awesome you know not without all the sadness of a hospital uh all of that stuff is super cool Ghostbed's adjustable base, uh, it's the best in class and pretty damn affordable f- as far as adjustable base go. If you look at the market, like they, you get a good deal. You save thousands compared to other people. Uh, it's got 15 massage modes, zero gravity, other awesome features. Uh, the mattresses are made in the USA. They also have discounts for like first responders, military, uh, teachers, nurses, all kinds of stuff like that. Uh, I, there's nothing about Ghostbed that, that isn't on. Uh, that isn't awesome. I mean, you can buy a mattress for like $35 a month, zero down, 0% financing if your credit's um, not terrible, which I assume most of you guys are good on that. Um, like, I, like we said, an amazing price. It's comfortable. They have cooling technology in every mattress here in Texas. That is a huge for us. Uh, and then, the, like I said, um, they've got 40% off on their flash sale for mattresses and adjustable bases, 30% off a mattress plus two free pillows with the promo code Drinking Bros. And uh, the returns are easy, zero down, 0% APR financing. Sleep so good, it's scary. Ghostbed.com forward slash drinking bros. Use the promo code drinking bros for 30% off. Last but not least, we have Theragun. It is just, it's like having a masseuse in your house. Theragun is the best. I We have like two in the office that we're like using constantly. Essentially, if you walk into this office, you will hear vibration. And it won't be what you think it was, unless I guess you're listening to this ad and you find out. Don't let the stress of daily life weigh on your body, all right? Whether you're an elite athlete or just someone like us who's just sitting in a chair all day, basically, uh, just trying to make it through the day tension-free, Theragun can help. Theragun's a handheld percussive therapy device, uh, massager, if you will, that releases your deepest mu- uh, muscle tension using a scientifically calibrated combo of depth, speed, and power, and it's as quiet as an electric toothbrush. Uh, the Gen 4 Theragun doesn't just feel good. It gets to the source of pain by releasing tension using Theragun's signature percussive therapy, which goes 60% deeper than vibration alone. Whether you want to treat your muscle tension from working out, an injury, or the stresses of everyday life, there's no substitute for Theragun Gen 4. And the OLED screen uh, and design makes you feel like you're holding something from the future. You know, it's just like, oh, here's my 
robot masseuse from the future. Just go to their site and check it out. And the Theragun app uh, learns from your behaviors and suggests routines you can use with your, uh, with your Theragun. Try Theragun for 30 days, starting at only $199. Go to theragun.com slash drinking bros right now and get your gen four theragun today that's theragun.com slash drinking bros theragun.com slash drinking bros we really do use it constantly uh because you know we're either moving stuff or honestly i mean sitting in a chair it's not uh physically demanding in terms of like if you're an athlete or something but you know you get aches and pains especially once you uh cross that 30 year old threshold it it has been honestly helpful i've used it on my back multiple times if i'm sitting in a, a crappy chair or something my lower back starts to feel like crap or my shoulders do I really can't rec- recommend Theragun enough, and you know, for that price, it lasts you years, and it, the app helps you. It tells you what to do. It's an awesome product. If you, if you're like a truck driver, or you're sitting in a your your office isn't springing for anything other than just donkey shit chairs. Theragun is is uh, incredibly helpful with that type of thing. Uh, it's used by Paul George, DeAndre Hopkins, Maria Sharapova, me, who is a, who lives a life of sloth. It helps. I'm, I'm telling you, it's, it's a good product. It's a great product. Um, I would definitely look into it. We were actually at the opener for the Austin FC. Uh, <laughs> fuck, the inaugural game here in Austin, Texas. Um, my son got me tickets for Father's Day, and, and by got me tickets, I mean he asked if I could pay for them and then take them. Um, it was 91 degrees at kickoff. There's no roof on this stadium. It is beautiful. The fans were going bug fuck. Uh, McConaughey was there going bug fuck. It is a great environment. However, my God, that was one of the hottest times I've ever been at any sporting event in my life. I've, I was trying to think about it when I got home because my kid got sick and he was laying in the fucking chair. And it was one of those dad moments where I'm like, we're not going. We're staying through the whole thing. Did you enjoy that 0-0 zero, zero draw? No, I did okay. not. So, <clears throat> pros, the stadium is amazing. It's in a great area. Uh, the best food, there's a Valentina's in that motherfucker, mm. which is amazing. Uh, cons. Really? There what is, side? Uh, right where we were sitting. Well, I went you guys the were the chicken, section I over. The chicken strip place. Yeah, stuff. dude, the Valentina's is right inside the stadium. It's, it was packed. Um, cons, no roof on that stadium in Austin, Texas in the fucking summer. Yeah. I don't know why they did that. It also is orient, uh, oriented in such a way that if this, if these are the two uh, end zones, right, mm-hmm. or whatever the fuck they're, I don't know what they're called in soccer actually, but if these are the two goals. End, ends of the field where the yeah. goals are, the west is right there. So right in the separation of the fucking structure, the sun just comes down, and everybody <laughs> in sections like one forty through one thirty-two can't see shit. You just get baked from like eight thirty until eight forty-five. The sun is directly in your eyes. You called it before the game started, like, and I was like, "No way, dude! No way!" And sure enough, yes. Not only was it ninety-one, but the sun is scalding mm-hmm. in your face. Uh, Twenty minutes goes in. I mean, McConaughey was hyped up. The fans were hyped up. Everybody's standing for, for 20 minutes, and then it's so hot. Everybody sits down, except for this picture we're about to show here. Well, there's um, one guy next to me. Well, But he kept screaming in my ear. I turned around because I was laughing. I was like, oh, man, people, people will, will, will sit down if you, it's, if it's you that don't, hot. You don't sit down at a fucking soccer match. <laughs> where, do you, where do you get that shirt? That's a nice shirt. Drinkitbros.com. So I turned around because we're in different sections. I'm with my kid, and I look up. There's two men standing in the entire arena, and it's Dan Holloway with a defund politician shirt on. It's important to note, not only was it 91, the sun is blazing, 
right into our faces. But you're wearing jeans. Oh, I'm wearing joggers. Oh, wearing long pants. Yeah, long pants. Yeah, yeah. But I don't give a shit. I, that's got to be another. You look like it was spring in uh, in Maine at that point. And I was like, what the, well, the fuck? Dude? I sweat so much already that a little bit more is not that big a deal to me. Right. Man, I, I was, and I uh, like the I like the heat. I grew up in fucking South Carolina, man. I look. I grew up in Georgia. That's what I like. I like it to be hot and humid outside. That's why I, instead of going hot. to the, instead of going to this shitty Lake Travis, I go to the goddamn Ozarks instead because I crave humidity. Right? <laughs> I need it. I can't fucking Austin's Austin's dope, but that Lake Travis is that's nonsense. That, that is right? one of the biggest lies local Austinites tell, and they're like, you "Isn't it just so humid here? Yeah. Can't you believe no, it?" They've yeah. never experienced unless you've lived in. Uh, like inland on a coastal town or in the Midwest near lakes, like uh, uh, somewhere around Minneapolis or somewhere around fucking Kansas City, then you don't know what humidity is, mm-hmm. frankly. It's no. different there because it's constant, always. Even in the wintertime, that's why it's so goddamn cold because yeah. even the fucking coldness hangs in the air. But I switched to beers. Uh, the, other, the last con is the team sucks. Uh, it's soccer. It's pints. Yeah, pints. Yeah, I mean, yeah, whatever. Pints. I, I, I had a couple pints, and then I was like, oh, my God. This, I'm so hot. Like, I switched to, to, to water. I had three huge waters, didn't piss once the entire game, and I'm like, I'm, I'm in trouble here. But we, I decided to stay. It was a 0-0 tie. Well, that's a good result yeah. for the lads. You know, we got that point. Mm-hmm. I guess. That's all that matters. Got uh, that point. I, I, Giorgio, I saw you at halftime, and I said, man, the difference between American soccer and all the bullshit you watch, I mean, it's night and fucking day. We'll never be good at soccer. The United States will never, ever be good at soccer. None of these players on these teams are American, Ross. They're all like Central American or Mexican, which I guess is Central America. But, well, here, but here, so I was thinking about that too, Georgia. Eastern, Euro- Eastern European. Because I knew you were going to say that. So let's, <laughs> let's, let's take it from the Mexico route. Mexico isn't great at soccer. So therefore, everybody even coming into this country is still shittier at soccer than the rest of the entire world. We will never get, you, the United States will never get better. The Latin American companies are countries that are good at baseball, are not good at soccer. It's the same. Yeah. It's, we, we have. Yes. Dominican Republic, great at, great yeah. at, at baseball, they're, terrible at soccer. There are better opportunities. To be honest, if you've got a kid that's a super good athlete and into soccer, you should get him the fuck out of this country. At I'm not even kidding. I'm you not should, either. You should, take, you should move to fucking England and let him play there. Yeah. Go to Italy. Not, Germany. Not Italy. Germany yeah, is a good isn't spot. Isn't there a kid that, that's over there? Is it? Uh, Polsic, Polsic, yeah, Pulsic. from Hershey, Pennsylvania. Yeah, yeah. People, the chocolate uh, city. People don't. People in America really don't understand that this is the one of the only countries, maybe the only country in the world that has like that t- this type of sports bandwidth. Mm. Because most other countries really only do produce it's soccer, one sport worth of athletes. It's it's soccer and rugby, soccer and cricket, or just soccer for the most part, right? I guess Eastern yeah. Europe is a lot of soccer and basketball now. Tennis. So is Asia is a lot of. A lot of basketball. RIP to NFL Europe. Yeah. Yeah. But, like, usually a country is only putting out consistently, like, every every country has millions of people, so you'll get, like, a random person right. here or there. But consistently, they're only putting out for one or two sports. I just think that you're not, you don't see, even if you're the best talent, like, MLS has some guy, some guys that who, with the right experience growing up, could certainly be playing in one of the premier leagues in Europe. Certainly. Also, it's uh, a retirement league for all the big it, names. MLS is now, yeah. But yeah. what I'm saying is it's not a matter of athletic ability. It is a matter of not growing. The difference between a, a mediocre soccer team and a great soccer team that's historically great, like fucking Chelsea, Man U, Arsenal, et cetera, is what uh, uh, in hockey you would call tape-to-tape passing. It's crispness. You don't make bad decisions. You don't get caught up with the ball 
with two fucking guys on either side of you and fucking dribble it four times like this asshole did and then fucking just lose it to the defender. Right. You, don't, you don't do that shit. Every opportunity counts. Like when, and when, when it, is, it is a surprise. And when I watch these MLS games, I'm not surprised to see them fumble the ball like that. When I watch the European games, even the lower tier of the Premier League, and you see a guy fumble it like that, that's a big deal. He's getting his ass lit the fuck up after the game by the players and the coaches, right? Yeah. It's just a difference of discipline and... In hockey, you would call it tape-to-tape passing. Mm-hmm. That's how you know a team is great, when the tape on the fucking on the stick, right, on the blade of the stick, if, if their passes are landing right in the fucking guy's stick or the tape every single time, you know that team is locked the fuck in. I haven't ever seen it in MLS, ever. No, yeah. the, the MLS All-Star game is, like, the best players in the MLS against, like, a normal team. Yeah, yeah, like yeah. Chelsea. yeah. Chelsea, yeah. 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 Uh, Giorgio, how, how do you get better? You watch every single Euro game there is. You watch every soccer game on the planet. Oh, we got Euros going on right now, actually. Yeah. How does, the, how does the United States get better? And what was your honest thoughts of that game? Me, personally, I, like, I thought they were terrible. Well, thank you for passing it to me, Ross. Uh, I'm going to go ahead and I'm going to show the fans this Matthew McConaughey action because mm. I feel like they, they really need to see this footage from inside the stadium. <clears throat> yeah, of course. <laughs> look, at, look at Matt. Oh, he brought his drum. I think that's handmade. Oh, it's definitely handmade. I think he made it himself. That's what I'm saying. That's a full crowd. That's a full stadium. For the next two years. It was packed. Yeah, so, I mean, if you want my real takeaways, uh, amazing atmosphere. Uh, Green, not my favorite color. Uh, They've really invested into it. Verde is their branding. I like it. I like Um, it. it's, It's distinctive, but, you know, give me a red, give me a blue, give me an orange. Over green any day. The chicken fingers I had were massive. Like, I, I couldn't even finish them. They were so big. There were, and there I, were five I, of them, too. Was it Tumble? Was it Tumble 22 or whatever? I don't know what the company was, but the, not only were they plentiful, but they were also quite large. Yeah, you came down and you said, hey, dude, would you like some of my chicken fingers? And I was like, is this a fucking joke? Um, but they were the biggest chicken fingers I've ever seen. Yeah, it was literally, I feel like they cut a breast in half. And then they, they deep yep. fried that, and that was a chicken finger, and you got four of them on top of some waffle fries. So I'm, I basically have two full fried chicken breasts that I'm dipping in this one little thing of ranch. So if I do have one critique, there was not enough ranch. Um, as far as the game, uh, I really got to give a shout-out to my boy, Big Brad, uh, Big Brad Stover. Uh, ten saves in this game. He yeah. was the best, he was the best player in the field, definitely yes. Definitely the match. Yes. Um, Really kept really kept him into it, and as Dan was saying before, just the the crisp passing a little bit in forward in front of the players, uh, a lot of breakdown in the final third. The decision making was really bad, especially uh, in the final FC. third. Yep, especially in the final third. I mean, they had four or five opportunities where they were two on one or three on two. Right, you should score probably at least half of those because it's hard to score even with a goalie. Right, yeah, it's still hard to score. Yeah. but if you have numbers like that and nobody coming and help, like there. This, this is what uh, uh, really great teams do really well. You put the fucking ball on the net, right? If you have that short angle, you don't shoot to the inside post because you don't have an angle on it. You shoot to the fucking outside post and, and hopefully high so you can force – or high or low, not direct at his chest. So you can force the goalie to have to fucking punch or whatever mm-hmm. so you can get a rebound. And that guy on the other side of the pitch who's in position now fucking sco- uh, uh, scoops the ball in. I didn't see that once. They were out of position in the last third every single fucking time they were on a break. Every time. Yeah. It's, and, and it's if, so if, frustrating. Like, this, it's not a different game. The game and the physics of the game are all the same everywhere you play it. 
But these guys just can't figure that part out. I don't know why. And if, just, if Austin didn't have a great goalie, they would have gotten smoked. They would have lost game. by three goals yes. probably. Because yeah. he, he had ten saves, but four of them were like saves. Yeah. Like four of them were like, damn. I, I was like, ooh, shit. I did see some good uh, work in the midfield from Austin FC, collecting the ball quickly, putting it on some fast breaks, moving around. There was some good one-two touch passing, but like I said, once they got into the box, they either missed that final pass yeah. uh, back to 14. Uh, I forget his name, such with an F. Uh, he looked really good uh, moving up and down the field, like all, all game, like just, just tirelessly up and down the pitch. But uh, to answer Ross's question is like, uh, this will never be the best league in the world. And <laughs> what it can be is an entertaining league. So they're playing the ball back and forth, especially towards the end of the game when he gets tired. This like route one football where they're playing long balls, guys are running, they're getting to the corner flag and then whipping across in, hopefully yeah. for another runner coming in late. Um, that stuff is entertaining because it gets exciting. There's almost a chance on one side, almost a chance on another, and it's a fun product to watch. You would like to see some better finishing, uh, you know, get some higher scoring games. But this will never be a top five league in the world in the sense of, you know, Italy, France, uh, Germany, uh, England, uh, Spain. Uh, but it, it can be fun. It can get Americans interested in soccer. Mm. I like bringing these aging stars over because, like, you see big names that we'll know uh, from the world. Of, it's Latin, like those guys, too. Oh my like, God. Yeah, and, dude. And that's why you see the wonder goals from these guys, too. Like, goalies will be off their line. People will be out of position, and they'll take advantage of that. This Latin doesn't miss. Yeah, he's you give him You give him an open goal, he doesn't miss. Now, look, that, it's not fair to compare the MLS to him. Uh, to make a European comparison because he was even he was top of his class in Europe as well, right? Mm-hmm. But even the middle of the road guys, like if you if you brought people over from like Aston Villa and Everton from the Premier League, they don't they don't fuck that up. He's talking about uh, a lot of good one twos, right? So I, I'm dribbling the ball. I got a guy right here. I fucking give it to him. My defender collapses on him to try to get the ball, and I fucking sprint, and he tries to hit me in motion. Right? They got a couple of those right, but if the uh, if the back defender reads that like a free safety and comes over to the guy receiving the second pass fucking guy number two that received the original pass that did the the one two has to be sprinting as well it's a it's like a fucking ladder down the field and if you don't do that shit if you're not ready it's just bad decision making every single time that well who i don't remember who it was Giorgio. who uh he he got the ball clean on the fucking left number number 10 number 10 he got it clean on the left wing and he gets he take he goes maybe 15 yards unabated and then gets down. There's a defender right there. He's got guys on his left. He's got help on his left and right. He just fucking like ugh, dribbles the ball into the fucking defender. Yep. Man, what the fuck? You cannot do that shit. One yep. goal matters. And that's the decision making I was talking about. And it's just some of these players like not being able to play at that top level, that top league, or maybe you know they're all around that same skill level, so they're not. It's just it's not quite creating the the product that you want, but I think having an avenue for American players to play professionally, having teams in these big cities that can get Americans behind the sport mm-hmm. and enjoying the sport is all really good. And you know, twenty fifty years from now, maybe then Americans can compete with some of these other leagues. But I think we're building the foundations for that. And if we want to compete against them, we have to do these things I, now. I, I think it's a lot closer than you think. It'll never be as good as the Premier League, but just looking at you mentioned the uh, French league. I forget the name of it. Ligue 1. Uh, Paris. Paris Saint-Germain. PSG. Paris PSG. Saint-Germain. Who, say PSG. Who, 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 They're worth 790 million euros. Mm-hmm. Um, it's about a billion dollars. Yeah. The number two team, AS Monaco, mm-hmm. 350 million euros. Atlanta United is worth $500 million. LA Galaxy worth 480. All you need is a fucking psycho with money. To start, and I know yep. the MLS has. Um, if you're just talking club valuations, yes, but we're not talking about level of skill or players. Right, right. Those teams. Paris, Paris Rich Saint-Germain people just want to own a pro sports team. Yeah. France, like, it's a good investment. But that's what I'm talking. What I'm talking about is all you need to do is start like dropping money. 
No, but the MLS has rules. It has like a, it's a very Americanized version of the sport. There's there's salary caps, and you get three luxury players that you can pay over the salary stupid. cap. Of what you can play? That's in, that's incredible. There's a draft. Right there's a playoff system. It's all things that know are very are. much against the traditions of the sport to make it more Americanized, which which could be interesting. And me and Dan talk about that specifically with the PFL with their play, playoff system and fighting. Um, it's 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 not going to be the same, and I don't think you're going to draw a lot of like really big high level talent, especially with the way the season is and the off the off area and the off time. It, it's it's going to be its own thing. For so a make it the XFL. Yeah, well, it's, it, it's, it's more. It, it's more that's that. what it feels like. That's what it feels like. So, but it can uh, be fun, and, and it's fun. Fun. there's enough people here. But why? It's fun, yes, why put a, people? Why put a salary cap on it? That doesn't make any sense. You well, otherwise you you're going to get into this shit like Manchester City. Who gives a fuck? Well, they, they, so Manchester City owns uh, New York uh, FC. So, like, yeah. or New York City, sorry, New York City Club, who also then brought in some very high-level luxury players to play for them. Frank Lampard being one of them, and then being loaned back to Manchester City, actually. But so, like, it's going to happen. But they're trying to make rules for it to not. I would like that to happen because that's you'll see the league grow faster. I think a lot of the American uh, tradition, or American lovers of the sport, want it to be more like the U.S. system. Like, there, there there's always a system in place. There's already like an American soccer organization in place. There's the U.S. men's, whatever it's called. Um, I think they want to stick to those traditions more than like having big outside money influence because they lose control of the product and lose control of the sport. But I think it it would be better. I don't know. Well, yeah, spending more money on a product is going to make it better. Yes, it always does. It's it's going to be less American. It always does. Who gives a fuck if it's American or not? It's entertainment, man. Yeah. They just want to be entertained. I, honestly, all they need to do, I, I think the number one thing they need to do is just make these games, and they're doing a pretty good job based on what I saw there, like make it a party. It needs to be college football, right? It needs to be as much about the atmosphere as anything else because you'll ha- people will happily go watch two dog shit college football teams play each other. If beer's good, food's yeah. good. Yes. Yeah. Well, I mean, and, and, and look, the beer's good, food is good at Austin FC, and, so. England it's a fun England time. has 5 professional football leagues, right? Right. The Premier League is what you hear about, but there's No, 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 way more. I think it's 12. Well, I mean, like in the in the no. the main leagues are there's 5 of them. 12, right? Uh the, the leagues that are eligible for promotion and relegation there's 5. I don't think any of those. Well, I mean, they wouldn't be able to do it anyways, but I think well, can't like your after work team make the FA Cup? Yeah, like your beer. I mean, th- team? a lot of stuff can happen there. Yeah, but I mean, it's it's so they have tons of leagues, tons of them, and we're just not ever going to have that. But even even their like lower level teams uh, that suck. Like one of the most rabid fan bases on earth is Millwall, and they fucking suck out loud. Like if it if it was a zero to a hundred ranking, right, for a soccer team, and like Chelsea, Man U, Man City, fucking whomever is up in the fucking mid 90s somewhere or low 90s somewhere. Millwall is like in the 35 to 45 range. Well, hey, but their fans show up every single match and lose their fucking minds. They don't give a shit. I think I, I like that college football analogy. I think that's actually a good analogy. Your guy from uh, Rob McElhaney from uh, It's Always Sunny bought a team with Ryan Reynolds. Oh, what yeah, team is that, Giorgio? Uh, I'm not sure, but the, it's. They've eight, been doing eight, ads for it, and their levels. ads are really funny. Eight. There's eight, eight levels com- comparable in the English structure, and then there's some non-league teams yeah, there's, as yeah, there's, well. Yeah, there's, um, there's a bunch of non-league teams. But, 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 but Dan's actually on a, such a really super good point is that uh, they're these local teams. Like, they're part of the community. Yeah. Like, it's part of what's going on. And then, like, some are better, and some have gained money and been big businesses and been around for, you know, hundreds and somethings of years. 
but they're still the local town's team. And I think, you know, Austin FC being that, uh, they have to work some things out. You know, they definitely need some shade and some covering mm. and then the, something <clears throat> with the lines to make it a little bit more faster. But like, yeah. I would enjoy a day out doing that, you know. Uh, also, probably a better, like, Uber system. I well, would, nobody, I by the way, no one has dialed in an Uber system Yet for any of these stadiums that we've gone to, I mean, like a pool. Every, there needs to be like some sort of lot or pool. To make you and I waited what an hour and twenty minutes after the Mayweather. They just fights. need to have that party. So if you go to a fucking baseball game in Milwaukee, right? Mm-hmm. Go to any bar anywhere in Milwaukee. At some point, a bus will show up or a little fucking van thing that's taking people to the Brewer Stadium. Yeah, because that's how they do it. We have Sixth Street. We have like all these fucking. They should be the running. domain too. Now yeah, the they, domain. they have all those bars that yeah. they're building. Out. Yeah. Like so they any should, bar that's on Sixth, they have yeah. a, another bar that's the same yeah. namesake. So they the should domain. have party buses running back and forth from there all the time if they really want to fucking do. Because the team is like, they're not ever gonna be. They might be the best in the MLS at some point, right? But it's never gonna. They're never gonna be better. Than uh, uh, Chelsea, than anybody. Well, no, but if they but if they want an MLS title, and they need some sort of shuttle service from downtown Austin out to the domain. I think that would be huge for businesses there, huge for businesses here, and it would be able this whole experience thing. You wouldn't mind spending a whole day doing something like this. And I think making sporting events more accessible is really big and important for sports because it really has become this like spend a ton of. Ton of money to not really have that good of an experience because there's the organization is bad. So if we build the infrastructure for that, mm-hmm. and we can start doing this like weekend after weekend after weekend, and then maybe we use the stadium for something else as well. Like this, this could really be like huge for the city. But I've I've never been to one stadium that had has has had Uber dialed in for after a game. It's always been a fucking nightmare. Um, the the other thing that I cannot understand for the life of me is why bars and restaurants aren't around most of these stadiums. Well, Miami, this place is new. Yeah, well, yeah. They just finished construction like a month ago. Miami was the same way, and it was just like, Jesus Christ, well, that's man. That's Miami. Phoenix had like. it for me when me and Dan were out there. Phoenix had like a really good bar, nightclub, restaurant Glendale. system. Glendale. Glendale. Glendale right? Not. So, yeah. Not not well, Phoenix, Phoenix is still Glendale. good. If you go to Chase Field, Phoenix, I mean, even the Suns Arena is right there around all the hotels and bars downtown. It's okay. Decent. Because yeah. it, <coughs> it looks like you could potentially kind of walk to the domain from Q2. Is it oh, slightly yeah. walkable? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So Georgie and I Georgie and I walked over to the Hilton. It's like about a five minute walk if you cut through the parking lots, and that's where our Uber pickup was, and it took like fifteen minutes. Yeah, oh, that's not bad also, at all. Yeah. I see literally. Well, what are you bitching about the one, Uber for? That's not no, 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 it wasn't like a designated organized thing. No. Like I would like them uh, to be okay. like, hey, like traffic walk this yeah, way yeah. to get your Uber. Uber circle through. Yeah. You get in this little yeah. spot. Got Just it, like the it. airport. And okay. the, the bigger issue is all those people standing out in line. They're giving out energy drinks and booze, right? For basically for free. Yeah. The energy drinks. C4 was giving out free energy drinks, but everybody's standing in line for what did you say? Uh, what would you say? 23, 25 minutes right in that range? Yeah, it was like a huge And massive it's 100 mob degrees. Too, and everyone's sweating on each other. They didn't have like, they didn't have uh, designated lines or anything. There were no people. All the attendees were on the inside and not on the outside directing traffic and stuff. They've got a lot of work to do. Got it. Yeah. A sounds, lot of work. Sounds pretty on brand for this But the town, space is dope as shit. <laughs> uh, yeah. No, it, it is dope as shit. I, uh, they just need to put one of those. Uh, God, who's got it? I, I think it was Seattle when they used to open theirs. Uh, part of it, the sun came into part of it, and they just had this big like flag thing. That wrapped around those two poles, and it was. Oh it was the, yes, I think yes, it was yes, the yes, logo yes. for the Sounders or the C or whomever yeah. was playing that day. But they did that right, and that took care of that issue. They definitely have to do that on the western side because yeah. that shit's fucked. It's right in the corner. Yeah, like you had to know where the sun was going to be, right? Oh yeah, yeah. We've yeah, known that for a stadium. couple thousand years now. <laughs> yeah, I like to imagine that at one point, Sully Core was out there. They ran out of the C four drinks. 
and then just started handing out powder yeah. or just dry scooping <laughs> fucking C4 pre-workout I'm really 95 degree heat. I'm very annoyed. Just by choking people. on it. Jacob They're, Nichols says C4 is based out of Austin now. Yeah, they just right a the bunch of companies just moved here, actually. But I tons just just before we move on from that, people that post Instagram videos of themselves dry scooping things like uh, that's I've been doing that for years. It's not a, it's not impressive. <laughs> no, it's not. It's easy. You don't it need is. to fucking. No, it is. My favorite part is is when people do it and then they're like they try to remain tough throughout the thing, but then the video stops suddenly. I know what happened. You spit that shit everywhere yeah, you and you up. cut that video. Yeah. I argue it tastes better. You can actually taste. The uh, the Everything true intended flavor. I guess yeah. it depends on how you uh, consume your. So I, I usually take like half a scoop and then I put the other scoop in with BCAs and drink it throughout my workout to maintain. Okay. Right. But, but I, I most of the shit's not meant to like it, no, sip. It, it's meant to like yeah, just chug. chug. Yeah. yeah. Like it says like a normal if you were mixing BCAs, it would be 16 ounces of water, maybe 24 and some of the bigger ones. Uh, but for for most pre-workouts, it's like six. Right. Yeah. But people fill like a whole bottle of water up. Like, yeah. No, dude. No, you, what you should do is just gummy your asshole. Mm-hmm. Beautiful. Gummy it? What the fuck yeah, does that mean? Gummy just it, dude. rub the powder on powder your... Powder on your... What, yep. what's the, One finger up. What, what is yep. gummy? Maybe two. Like, yeah, like, like for cocaine. cocaine. Yeah. Oh, I see. But gummy you just it rub up, it yeah. on your asshole and let it soak in. Let it soak in there. Is the outside of the rectum uh, as absorbent as the inside? Well, mm-hmm. mine's pretty torn up usually from my diet, so... Yeah. Well, not as bad as his. Yeah, no. it's going right to the bloodstream. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Fair enough. So you have anal fissures, and that helps you absorb more nutrients anally. Yes. Okay. That makes sense. Uh, to cap it off here, U.S. Open was this weekend. Uh, did any of your picks come through? John Rahm. John Rahm won. So he was the odds-on favorite. He was 8-1. to one, So obviously, I didn't go that way. Um, no, I we did. Do. We said he was going to play well. It's uh, his favorite course on tour. He proposed to his now wife at Torrey Pines. Uh, just had a kid. Just got off covid uh, you know, good, all all around. He he went out. He took it. On he birdied seventeen and eighteen while everybody else yeah. fell apart. Yep. And uh, yeah, he deserved every every bit of it. And did, by the way, birdied it. I think t- on incredible putts both times. Yes. Yeah. Well, to be honest, seventeen was seventeen sick. was yeah. Tough. Yeah. It was, yeah, seventeen was amazing. It was like twenty five foot putt. Something like that. I mean, it was it a was, lot of break too. I think yeah, yeah, somewhere in like the fifteen to twenty foot mm. range. But it was a lot of break. Yeah, it was a good shot. And he's, uh, I mean, if not for bad luck, he, this might be his second in the in fucking the last. Yeah, I was happy years. for him yeah, after I mean, he got yanked. first major, and he's regarded as like a top three player in the world. So this validates it with the major. And they fucked him on that COVID sitch where he's you up know, six. Yeah. He was up six shots. He would have won. I mean, if 1. there's 4 any sport million. you can fucking play. Yeah, it's yeah, got to be that one, right? <laughs> Literally. God well, damn, you just have to be your own caddy. They argue that if he goes out by himself in the morning and plays, it's, he has a competitive advantage. There's nobody following him. There's no crowd. Uh, it kind of takes him out of the moment. He doesn't know what he has to shoot. Even though he's up six shots, yeah, he would have won. Uh, Cantley should have an asterisk next to his, his win there. Uh, but, yeah, we gave you on the, the preview show. We were joined by Dave Ruff, my yep. friend uh, from our former Funny employer. guy, by the way. Good dude. Uh, he had Oostazen. He picked Oostazen on the show. <sighs> It was close. Came came up just short. Just short. I took Xander, who uh, finished seventh. He had comfy uh, that's top lo- ten. That's yeah, a he local was good. kid, right? Yeah. Yep. Xander Shoffley. Uh, Shoffley. His fifth Shoffley. top ten in a U.S. Open. So, um, yeah, he started. Wow, really? Yeah. I mean, yeah. that sounds a lot like Phil, right? Yeah. He started out his career just like fucking top five, top five, top five. Six, right? Yeah. So what, six, what's crazier is Ustazen has one major, and he has seven top twos in Holy majors. shit. And, uh. That only, sucks, dude. The major <laughs> was the British Open that he kind of backdoored into, and he has never won on the PGA Tour. He's never won mm. on American soil. Was Ooze Hazen 
the one who won the British when Homeboy had that epic collapse. Uh, You're thinking, um, no, no, no. Uh, but who was the guy who shot like a 14 on a hole and he was, that was just in the, the water? Eighties. I'm trying. No, to no, no. It was. Uh, oh God damn it! I'll look it up. Yeah, look it up. He was in the water and he just kept firing away like it was tin cup over and over and over again. And he, I, he blew like 14 shots. It was the fun. Oh, uh, Gene Van Develt. That's it. Van, um, Van Develt, yes. Van, Van Develt, yeah. Fucking 1999. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah. God damn it. I don't dude. like I 10 Cups. I wasn't I, born yet. I think the, the movie 10 Cups sends a bad message to children that it's okay to be a fucking emotional loser. Mm. Are you fucking kidding me? Like, oh, it's, I mean, I'm fucking my whole life up, but at least it's kind of funny. <laughs> he cost himself so much money doing yeah, that. He did, Fuck. yeah. It's like Fuck you could have dropped right in front of where the wa- it went into the water. People, people know that, right? Like, you, the, the payout for a fucking golf tournament is based on your final position. Oh, like yeah. Like, you may not win, but there's still and money to be made. Money. I think it is. That like, there, it's, it's a gradual step down. Uh, after one, it's pretty steep, but then it's gradual for a little bit, and then it's way the fuck down. People are saying Louie made a business decision on 18 where he had, to, he had to eagle 18 to tie. He decides to lay up. Yeah, he definitely laid up. Uh, gets in, makes the birdie, sole, sole possession of second. Gets that second place Is paycheck. it weird that I understand it? Like, yeah, why would I, you I understand why that? you... Well, because you can go for the win, but... With a tie. And it's not like he's hurting financially. He's been, again, seven top two finishes in majors. And he I mean, had, second and he place is like half it's a million, million dollars. No, right? no, no. It's a million dollars. For a major, For a major it is. But like even for a normal tournament, it's like Oof. three to 500K for number two usually, right? So yeah. Somewhere in that range. It's, so it's always uh, closer to a mil. 1.35. <laughs> yeah, that's not bad. For, Jesus Christ. He got 1.3 for number two? For second, yep, yeah. For second. Damn. What was the oh, main purse? Like five? No, usually uh, no, it's usually yeah, two, closer to two. Yeah, usually around the one point eight range. So John Rahm uh, took home two point two. Shit, Louis wow. was one point three, and then after that, it's all less than a million. So yeah, I mean the disparity is a half a million dollars. So so if he blows that and bogeys, he loses a half a million. Yeah, you're basically betting a half a million dollars on two shots. Oof. Fuck that. Why? Yeah, the, the two forty seven out of the rough uh, over water. This is a goddamn caddy shot. Yeah. <laughs> don't bet. Don't bet on yourself like an asshole. Just yeah. take the money. You got take it next money. time. Yeah. Always take the money. Yeah, bet on yourself by saying I got it next time. Yeah. That's yeah. the way. To, don't, don't bet on yourself. Or you yourself. can bet on yourself by saying I don't give a fuck about my ego. I'm going to have half a million dollars to spend however I feel like it. Yeah. And yeah. that's the thing Tomorrow. with Louis. Louis is regarded as a guy who is where, where Brooks Kepka gets a reputation or tries to put off the perception that he doesn't give a fuck about golf and that he could be an athlete anywhere else. But he clearly that's does. That's forced. Louis Oosthuizen is legit, does not care. He is often regarded, he's South African. Mm-hmm. He, he loves to farm. Like, he, he could sit on his tractor all day and farm. Um, but the reason that he just stumbled upon golf and was like, he's regarded as one of the best, like, pure golfers in the world. But he does not, he actually does not practice, does not try, does not care. He just wants enough money to farm in South Africa. He, so his, maybe that's, that's what that decision was for. Now, yeah. is he a white man? Yeah, yeah, he's because white farming in South Africa for white men isn't going to be a thing here pretty soon. So you may <laughs> no. want to develop some other right. options. Well, he's going to go to yeah. another country. He, yeah. he looks like like looking go back at to him, Rhodesia. <laughs> <laughs> looking at him smile, like he looks like he just shows up and he's like, "Hello, I'm here to golf." Yep. Yeah. He's going to get murdered by fucking uh, <laughs> black yeah. people there who still end up stealing stealing his farm. Yeah, yeah. yeah if he keeps yeah. doing that shit, right? In like an hour. Yeah. yeah. There's a the reason Elon's here now. Yeah, it is. Uh, uh, and then lastly, Giorgio, we were at the game Saturday. So I'm assuming you didn't watch UFC or tape it. Well, I watched a little. Green Zombie it. taking the dub. 
Yeah, uh, quick recap here, Giorgio, on, on UFC Saturday nights. Um, I saw it on Rogan's Instagram and John Annex, but uh, bigger story though. Who, yeah, who ended up winning? Anderson Silva. Silva's boxing. That's oh, what we should really talk about. Really, we, I missed up. I mean, I mean he, that one as well. He won a fucking split decision. Well, he won six of the eight rounds, so I don't know how it was. He a split looked decision. the way better of the boxers. Like he just he, he looked like he was flowing out there. He, he did look really smooth. good. Yeah. Like I, I I was very very impressed. I mean, he's really well known for his fucking legs, right? I mean, he's, just a, he's pure a more striking. Yeah. yeah, but he's like just I, I think, honestly, he could have had a career as a boxer after watching that shit. His hands are so fast. Well, he did, he, His he hands did are box are originally, so right? Yeah. For yeah. like, I think he had six matches mm-hmm. first and then he moved into MMA. I mean, he made the right decision, I guess. Mm-hmm. He yeah. had 11 straight wins. What, like eight title defenses in a row or some shit? I think it's an MMA record. Our UFC record. He was on yes. Icebreakers too, yes. chatting about uh, yeah. that fight. In no way, shape, or form did I thought I think he would win that fight. We missed it again. I was at the soccer game, but uh, but speaking of UFC fighters boxing, uh, Tyron Woodley was recently on uh, uh, Michael Bixby's podcast, and he mm. says he wants to keep boxing. That was his plan all along. Uh, he's probably going to fight Jake twice, is what it sounds like, and then he's going to fight uh, somebody else, maybe some uh, real boxers. Uh, but. Back to the UFC real quick. Uh, Dan, did you watch our boy uh, Olenek, uh, the guy, the heavyweight who is, I think, on his – let me title this up. He just lost 70, his third in a row. He was on his 76th professional yep. UFC fight. Yeah. Um, he has the most submissions in UFC history. He basically uh, some kind of way chokes you out or loses uh, getting knocked out. or And season. honestly, I think Dana will just bring him back because I don't think he's very expensive. No. No, no. Uh, Andre Olenek. Okay. Olenek, yeah, Olenek, he's yeah. he's actually. I mean, he's forty three years old. You probably just pay him in a hot meal. He, yeah, yeah he's he's <laughs> Give him a nice place to stay. He's also <laughs> lost his last three fights. I don't know if that matters because they're only carrying top ten in each weight class now. But there aren't. I mean, heavyweights. I don't think there are ten heavyweights better than him. To be honest, I mean, even at forty three, he's still like. He's still pretty spry. No, I think that's I think that's what happens. Is he goes on these losing streaks yeah. and then submits somebody, which then brings him back up, and then he has a cycle of like losing yeah. streak again, and then he'll like choke out a top ten guy and then gets keep yeah. bringing him back. And I, I like watching him fight because he's always dangerous, so mm-hmm. I find that interesting. And the heavyweight division, I think it needs to settle itself out at the top, and then we'll see like the next round of contenders come out. So basically, you get the Derek Lewis and Ganu fight. Maybe John Jones fights Stipe. Maybe not. Maybe Stipe John gets Jones another shot at it. Maybe you know he says he thinks waiting. he needs another year to put on the weight to really compete. And I think with well, he's doing it right. Have you yeah. seen his recent uh, training boy. videos? He's he's getting pretty big. I mean, he I think he's at two forty right now, and he's still running twenty two miles per hour on the fucking treadmill. It's going to end up being Francis John Jones in Africa. Maybe next year. I would okay. fucking, yeah. I, I, I almost would want to fucking pay to go there and watch like that rumble shit. in the jungle. Yeah. Yeah, 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 Holy yeah. fucking shit, dude. Those are the, if, if, jo- if Jones can carry that two forty legit and he, I mean, that's, this has got to be one of the most exciting fights we've seen. Oh yeah. Time. It would be awesome. Just that, because it's so much raw fucking power. It's like watching Randy Johnson pitch to Mark McGuire, their primes. You know what I mean? Like who, what the fuck is going to happen right. here? Well, yeah. somebody could ruin it. And his name's Derek Lewis. Yeah. Yes. Derek, Derek Lewis could ruin. Uh, if anyone can ruin you, it. I know you Derek hate Lewis. Derek Lewis, but no, no, I think if, if Derek Lewis wins heart. the heavyweight title against Francis Ngannou, that's like the great win for America in a way. And that's a great win for like bar dudes everywhere. And being like, I can go knock you out. Cause that is Derek Lewis in his essence. And somebody who is funny and has a big personality. And I think it would be good for the sport. So I'd, I'd be for it for sure. Yeah. I mean, I'm, I'm I, I've had enough 
we talk about this all the time all here, time. but I've had enough of fucking Nganu and Cejudo whining about money, dude. Get fucking get famous. Just get famous. Like Derek you got Lewis? the talent, you I got mean, to turn was, your was, talent he, into he fame. Was, he was dude. in a sand mine, you know. The dude wants to get yeah. paid, you know. He's, yeah. he's had a hard life. I know. I, I know he wants to get paid, but look, fucking read the room, bro. Hire, he's, hire an he's, agent. Yeah. He's got the definitely the fighting style to become famous, become that like mm-hmm. Mike Tyson type because he knocks dudes cold. Derek, yeah. Derek Lewis. I'm sorry, Francis Ngannou versus Dante Wilder. I think after if. He loses. That's something he can go and do. Yeah, for sure. Great to see. He could. I mean, he's definitely. He. I, I would say he's probably more of a puncher than he is an all-around fighter, anyways. Right. Yeah. I mean, he's just a freak athlete who learned to do something. He's been doing this for like yeah, like forty-five years. Like yeah, that's not long. Yeah. And but, but neither is Dante Water. You know, he started boxing at what like twenty-two or yeah. twenty-one, but something like that. His last fight against Derek Lewis is perhaps the worst fight in UFC history. Where I think he threw like twelve strikes. It was. It was. He was so scared the entire time. It was, it was Weird. so sad. Um, but speaking of fights like coming up again, oof. I think we're finally going to get the uh, three piece in a soda uh, conclusion. We're going to get, uh, I think we're going to get Leon Edwards versus uh, Jorge Masvidal. What do you guys think about why that? Why would Leon great. do that? Because he's not going to get the title fight. And he's definitely got a lot of But it's a lot of money. Uh, it's the money. I, take the money. Fight Masvidal. I think this is the last fight he needs. It's, it's another big, like, star studded fight. Yep. It'll probably be either a main event or co main event to a title fight. And I think this is what he needs to launch him, like to, to introduce him as a star to then possibly get a title shot. Again. I 100% it'll, agree. It'll end up being like the Nate Diaz fight where he dominates and still comes off like the loser because fucking Nate wins like 30 seconds of the fight. And everyone's like, oh, dude, if the fight kept going, fucking Nate would have finished him. I said that. Yeah, I said that. <laughs> I said that for sure. You I and most of America, Ross. I, I look, Masvidal, I 100% agree that is the fight to take money wise, fame wise, all of it uh, to go to the next level. I'm 100% with you. Um, if <sighs> Tickets are expensive, but we'll, we'll say it anyways. If the Vegas Golden Knights win, we will go to McGregor, Poirier, <laughs> and then the Stanley Cup uh, finals as well. But uh, the, yes, but we have to see, because we do have some advertisers out there. We found out a lot, actually. So, we, But we need Vegas Golden Knights to go to the Stanley Cup finals, so root for that. Okay. Root for that. That's if, all you if, need. If, if, Who if, else if is on that Conor McGregor card? Uh, it's, I mean, the, the Stephen Thompson versus Oh, shit. Gilbert Wonder Burns. Boy's on that, yeah. Wonder is that Boy the only Burns. fucking... It's a pay-per-view card without a title fight, right? Uh, yeah, no title fight. Uh, no title No fight. need. No, no need, need for no, superstars, no, no brother. No need for Red Panty Night, brother. Red yeah. Panty Night. You don't need that. Uh, shit. So, yeah, if, if, uh, if, the, if the Golden Knights go, we'll go. Because it's the same week, which is awesome. They're two days apart. Stanley Cup Finals. And that the McGregor fight is there. Do any of our sponsors headquarters blessed. out of there? Maybe we shoot a podcast from their headquarters. Or yes. Something? So we uh, th- there is actually, um, and uh, we'll we'll ask them. <sighs> they would probably be offended, but ask um, who? Either way, the Gold Knights. No, no, no. The uh, uh, we they've let us shoot over there before. Yeah, they have their practice facility. We can definitely shoot there. Or They're great. Uh, but our, our sponsors, and it was just like, no, oh, we, we might be able to all of them. We could, we could, we, I don't know what the, I don't know what it looks like midweek pre-fight, but we could probably get into the uh, PI to shoot because Chuck needs to go there anyways. Ooh, yes. That'd be nice. The, uh, yeah. By the way, the, the best one we ever shot, Dan, do you remember the porn star episode at Nine, nine Fine, Fine Irishman? Irishman. Yeah. We shot Jacqueline, in the middle of a restaurant. Jacqueline Taylor, yeah. Middle of a restaurant. Super smart. <laughs> <laughs> we brought a porn star there, shot it in the middle of a packed restaurant. People were so offended around us, and I had lied and said uh, we got uh, we, like New York, New York had let us like given us permission and all mm-hmm. this other shit. So the GM of the bar was like, "Fuck, all right." I mean, I guess. And then he came back like we're about forty five minutes in, and he goes, 
Hey, man, I keep calling, and there, no one has you guys down as, like, being officially able to shoot here. And I was like, well, you need to keep calling. Because I know you still have time. Yeah, we got 15 minutes left. That's yeah. episode 328, by the way. <laughs> 328. Yeah. It's a crazy, crazy fucking episode, but that's where we were. And then you and I did a live thing from the Stanley Cup Finals out there on the bar. Yep. Um, and it's great. So, dude, that would be a fucking blast, but you got a root root for the Golden Knights. Okay. So I'm okay. Gonna say. And then um, a little... News that came in, I saw. Uh, SCOTUS. Yeah. Drop the hammer. Not dropping the hammer. No, no, no. But dropping the hammer on the NCAA. Yeah. 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 I mean, this is a pretty narrow ruling, I think. It, it applies mostly to uh, certain things, like... Things Being able that, to monetize things, your likeness. Well, yeah. that's... No, I mean, it's... The, the decision is that... Uh, it's affirming a lower court ruling that found that antitrust law prevented the NCAA for restricting payments to athletes for items such as musical instruments or compensation for internships. But the NCAA's premise was their, their uh, uh, position against this that they filed in court was that this would uh, undermine the amateur status of the college athlete. Oh, no, their argument was even better than that. It was that their entire appeal is that it's amateur. Mm-hmm. Right, correct. Yeah. Which means they they shouldn't they their their position was that since we're giving them an education for free, right, they should have to maintain their amateur status, and this affects that. But the Supreme Court just ruled nine to zero. By the way, that get fucked, right? Yep. They didn't they didn't go on to end the, end the opinion about uh, likeness rights and merchandising and all that stuff. But that's the next thing. It, right? it, what I read was that it essentially opens it all up. It so get, they, they only ruled on what was in front of them. Right. But they, the they're, ruling. They're giving the NCAA an opportunity right now to fucking negotiate with players and get a deal that's beneficial to both sides. Otherwise, if the NCAA continues to hardball on this, they're going to fucking lose everything. Yeah. But, but right. also, it was good to just kind of get a uniformed decision because, like, there are certain states that already passed this. So A number like, of them, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So, like, you know, it, it would kind of create an unfair advantage if california, like california could pay you yeah pass that right and yeah. like illinois couldn't pay you yeah that's uh, what we texas, said when it first came out texas yeah. passed it too yeah yeah, yeah texas what we said well. when it, when california was the first i think they were the first one to do yes. it yeah and the ncaa had that hard before that had that hard line position that if you fucking do this and you're not eligible for bowl games or whatever like okay so usc and fucking all these teams aren't eligible for get the fuck out of here right man. like this is not going to happen there's too much money involved the rose bowl game itself yeah. Oh, yeah. I do, just, I do just love their argument that the entire appeal <laughs> is that, they, that the players don't get paid, which yeah. is something that's you like, could only, That's like using a word in its own definition. Yeah. That's stupid. The only way, the only sport you could make that argument for is bum fights. Like, oh, they have to be homeless. Otherwise, it's not fun. Correct. Yeah. Big fan. Well, yeah, <laughs> it's not considered a bum fight. Right, exactly. That's the, only, yeah. that's the only sport in which that argument makes sense. I miss bum fights. Uh, two things. Uh, one of our listeners named Fook Yo, um, which is great. I'm assuming that's Conor McGregor's Fook Yo, uh, is saying that Sean O'Malley is on that undercard. Is yes. that correct? Is first, fight. first fight of the main card. For fucking McGregor? Yeah. Yep. Open oh, fight. no wonder tickets mm. are a million dollars. What a fucking yeah, and, stacked and, and, ass and, card, and Greg Hardy's on that fight. Full of all personalities. That's great. <laughs> uh, number two, somebody's asking if uh, fake Dan has to wear the jersey then to the fight because that'll be in the 30-day window yes you'll have to wear the atlanta hawks jersey all weekend in vegas Fuck. <laughs> the mlk well, on the clock on the clock right the MLK, no i mean we're out yeah, like, yeah. we're right. out if it's a company public. outing it's it's 24 7 i did wear it out on i wore my liberty jersey out on west six so <laughs> it's behind you right now too 
Yeah. Oh, it's so great. It's so great. So, uh, he, so I'll, I want to go into this thing just a little bit more before we finish. Yeah. Uh, here's what Gorsuch had to say. This is the majority opinion. Well, I mean, there's only a majority, I guess. So he, this is the opinion. Gorsuch wrote, I think Kavanaugh con- wrote a concurrence. Yeah, he did write a concurrence. Uh, put simply, this suit involves admitted horizontal, horizontal price fixing in a market where the defendants exercise monopoly control. So while they didn't directly say you're not allowing these players to make money off their likeness, that is exactly what that implies. And then he continues that uh, to the extent it means to propose a sort of judicially ordained immunity from the Sherman Act and, re- and uh, for its restraints of trade, that we should just overlook its restrictions because they happen to fall at the intersection of higher education, sports, and money. We cannot agree. So that right there doesn't exactly say anything, right? But it does tell the NCAA, like, you have to, these players are going to be able to make money off shit, mm-hmm. and you better figure out a system for it or you're fucked, yep. right? Yep. This is their last opportunity yeah. to, to do this. They probably have three years right. to get something what, on fucking paper. And also what's fucking crazy about this I never understood is that it's not going to – I mean, it'll affect a lot of players, but really most of them are not ever going to make much more than their tuition. Most of them, yeah. And the, the other part of that is, if you're, thinking, if you're talking about things like advertising and sports games and merchandising, yeah. then some of it, like it works in other leagues like this too, some of it, like team-based gear and stuff, is, is a pool of money. It's not going to any individual, and that pool of money can be distributed however, right? Right. Players get X percent, and the, and the team gets X percent, right, yeah. for example which you, we all know that all the revenue, not all, but a lot of the revenue from football funds all the other varsity sports. Well, yeah, most, most college athletes go pro in something other than sports. Uh, but also, this there is actually is. kind of big for the female athletes, yep. I believe, because, I mean, you can build up kind of a social media following while you're in college. You have these college athletes that mm-hmm. are, you kind of... Monetize it. Yeah, all, yeah. All they're, they're finally, it, yeah. they're in the spotlight. Um, they're getting, they're building up this following, and this is the one time in their life where they can kind of monetize that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Dan, does that mean that college recruiting is then going to be based on looks or social media following? Ooh. Well, it doesn't benefit the team no, that much. No, no, it, it doesn't. Does it not, the notoriety and the mm-hmm. sponsorship money, does that not benefit the team? No, Maybe. you cannot pay the team in clout. So Ah, that's very important. Says, says who? They, you know, it's funny. They were kind of doing the artist thing now. Is they're paying him an experience? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, can't pay, but it's great experience. Exposure. Yeah, exposure. exposure. Yeah. Exposure. Oh, I've, I've been arrested for exposure a number of times. <laughs> uh, still not, so. still not uh, allowed near middle school. Uh, never convicted. Never convicted. Uh, to, to cap this off here, uh, breaking news, Raiders defensive end Carl Nassib uh, came out as gay today, who making him the first uh, actively... Active player who is openly gay. I, you had to word that correctly. It's Pride Month. I could see. Went to Penn State. I could see a story tomorrow. Raiders cut. <laughs> <laughs> he, I think he's actually like good enough that they can't Michael Sam him. Yeah. Third round pick. He's played for years. And uh, yeah. He's I, got 20 and a half career sacks. Yeah. He, uh, I think that. they switched him positions last year, which is why he dropped in sacks a little bit. I mean, he had six and a half and six uh, mm-hmm. in 18 and 19. Like he's, that's respect. That's like top third of the league, probably, to be honest. Yes, yeah. 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 I mean, he's, he's legitimately like. Did he play all, all 16 last year? Uh, Drafted by the Browns, which is important. Yeah, but he's a true Gruden grinder. So, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he was uh, 15, 14, and 14 last year. That's not the, bad. the last couple of years, I mean. Sorry, uh, yeah. He does. He's, 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 he he's hasn't started every game he's played ever in his career, but he's like, I mean, he's a legitimate like he'll, NFL player. He'll come in off the bench. Yeah. yeah. No. Yeah. 
Well, I mean, he, he doesn't start every game, but six and a half but, sacks in a season, that's like, that's, a, that's what Demarcus Lawrence and Fletcher Cox had last right. year. You know what I mean? But also, also so when you're an end, starting isn't, doesn't mean much. No, it doesn't. I mean, you, you're playing three downs at a time, usually. Yeah. Unless you're a, a fucking athletic freak. I wonder if downs. he cares what end it is. Nailed it. Um, um, and before, gonna... before we go, uh, oh, Nick, can you go ahead and uh, hop on the mic and give us our hockey minute? I'm starting the timer right now, so it's going to... Starting now as you move. Yeah. As you Hurry move. As, as you move. Damn it. You have a minute? 54 seconds. We're already four seconds in. There we go. Right, yep. so, uh, camera on him. Put the camera on him. Camera so, on Nick. Uh, Vegas has... Um, Put the camera on him, Giorgio. You gotta... It's on him. No, it's... So Vegas oh. has oh. tied the series 2-2 uh, last night. It's not. Uh, it was a good is. game. Both goalies did an outstanding job. However, the back check for both teams was incredible. Uh, Vegas sat flurry after his mishap on Friday's game of basically blowing the game in the third and then giving up the overtime goal to uh, allow the Canadians to win. And the Islanders are up – or it's tied 2-2. 2-2 um, against Vegas. Islanders defensive men made an incredible save against Madonna, who had completely beat Varlamov – on the final 2.7 seconds of the game, and they could have won the game or tied the game and sent it to overtime, but their defensive men made Five, it standing. Four, three, two, two, and that's been your hot one. Game. Who goes uh, real quick? Who goes to the fucking finals? Go. Who is it? Who's playing each other? Tampa Bay and, uh, and Knights. Unfortunately, ooh, I don't know. Ah. Islanders and six. I don't All know right. about that All Islanders right. one, but we'll maybe. find out. We'll find out. Uh, great having you here. And uh, speaking of blowing the game. Uh, congratulations to Carl for the Raiders. So it's uh, nice to nice to come out. He did the smart thing of coming out after he was uncuttable. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> that's true. Like, that's true. If you're gonna do it, make sure you're. In and a it's, good it's Pride Month, so let's you know that's a great month definitely to do. Definitely the time it. to do it. Yeah, Gra- definitely the time to do it. If I was him, I would use it. I would be. I would be like standing. Hello. I would be standing on the line, like you know how some players talk a lot of shit to the quarterback when they're getting ready to rush or talking shit to the lineman in front of them, I would be saying the gayest shit. Yeah. I will like, just to make everybody butt. uncomfortable. I will fuck your butt. I would, I would just be like, you know, if someone was talking shit to me, I'd be like, I, I don't want to tell you, dude, but this is making me horny. Yeah. I'm like, <laughs> I, like, I like that. I like your like talking He's just walking around like, clapping. Is anybody else hard? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> a lot of dude butts out here. That would just be, just make people uncomfortable. It's funny. You want to shower during halftime? Yeah. yeah. Well, also, I mean, their whole job, because he's a defensive end, is to be, like, blocked and touched. Like, whatever right. gets you the advantage of some guy not wanting to block you as hard, mm-hmm. you got to do it. The Raiders. Uh, that's going to be a fun stadium, too. Uh, I also look forward to John Gruden's takes on this. Just John Gruden <laughs> saying some uncle shit. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> like, yeah, just... Yeah, yeah. <laughs> this is the dumbest possible, but it's, it, that's going to be fun. The Raiders were, had that infamous uh, Twitter Twitter post, um, I can breathe, mm-hmm. after, yeah. after the George Floyd trial. So, look, this is right on brand. This oh, is pretty sure. Mark, this is the wokest team in the NFL. That was actually Mark Davis's call. So. Yeah. yeah. I think yeah, between, he designed it in Photoshop himself. Yeah. But yeah. Between yeah. Mark Davis and John Gruden, there are going to be some magical quotes in the next couple of days. Mm-hmm. Oh, one, one, yeah. one last thing. Uh, breaking, or not breaking, uh, pretty breaking <laughs> news on the, the MMA front. Uh George St. Pierre is in Puerto Rico training with Donaher and Gordon Ryan right now. So who knows what he's up to? To box? It seems like, uh, no, no. Training Dana grappling. is like, nah. I, oh, you think he's going to get back uh, and fight again? Well, I, Dana said no to the boxing. Uh, so it looks like he might be doing some sort of grappling event if he's training with uh, the death squad down there in Puerto Rico. All right. All right. Down in, down in PR. Uh, the, Logan, the Logan Paul kids are down there. The Pauls. 
they're down in PR as well. So who knows? Who knows? Uh, this has been the Monday morning recap, kids, for D'Anthony D'Anthony Holloway. PhD. We still got to settle on a name for you, I think. I agree. We got to settle on a. I on think a, Delco Dan is. Delco the, Dan what's is Del- leading what's the way. What's Delco? The worst. Delaware County? Yes, yeah, the worst. Where he's from? Worst county in the world. Mm. Maravis Town. Yeah, yeah Maravis Town. Uh, Delco Dan is good. And then uh, that Trey Young jersey will be here next Monday. Uh, Hot Bob. Papa G, uh, Nick, you haven't earned a, a nickname yet. I'm Ross Patterson. This is the Drinking Bros Monday Morning Recap. Good morning. Everybody.